and I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder, one of the four beasts saying, Come and see. And I saw, and behold, a white horse. You like scary movies? Uh huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, no tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. A census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Play? You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare. Be afraid. No. Be afraid. Be very afraid. I'm your number one fan. I'm a child. I am the eater of worlds and of children. There's no more room in hell. The dead will walk here. Please, God. This is God. You're gonna need a bigger boat. They're coming to get you, Barbara. They're here. Here's Johnny. I see dead people. She just goes a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes. This six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face and the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. The power of Christ! That's the power of Christ compels you! It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! You gotta be fucking kidding. What do you want? I want to hear you scream. It is time to keep your appointment with the Wicker Man. To the box! Who's in the box? Oh, what's in the box? Give me the what's gun. in the fucking box? They mostly come at night. Mostly. Look at me, Damien! It's all for you! Listen to them. Children of the night. What music they make. I said, don't you blame the movies! Movies don't create psychos! Movies make psychos for creating us! Red rum! Red rum! Red rum! Red rum! When the man comes around Hear the trumpets, hear the pipers One hundred million angels singing Multitudes are marching to the big kettle drum. Voices calling, voices crying. Some are born and some are dying. It's Alpha and Omega's kingdom come. And the whirlwind is in the thorn tree. The virgins are all trimming their wicks. The whirlwind is in the thorn tree. It's hard for thee to kick against the pricks. In measured a hundredweight and penny pound. When the man comes around. Have you checked the children? children, children, children.
of my life. I'm not gonna hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains. And I looked and behold, a pale horse, and his name that sat on him was Death. And hell followed with him. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Rad Dad Radio. My name is Super Shark Johnson, and I'm joined tonight by the one and only Ranger Danger and Johnny Creams. Boys, I'm excited for this episode. Folks, you tuned into a good one. Tonight on the pod, we are going to talk about some Xbox news. We have some VR news. We're going to break down uh, the creepiest stuff that people have found in Red Dead Redemption 2. And we have our final, the last, for this year, March Dadness. And we are breaking down yeah. the raddest, va- raddest, baddest, thriller, killer villains in movie and cinema history. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to Rad Dad Radio. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tune into the motherfucking greatest. Uh, 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 Turn the music up in the headphones. You can go and brush your shoulders off, nigga. I got you. Uh, yeah. If you're feeling like a pimp, nigga, go and brush your shoulders off. Ladies is pimps too. Go and brush your shoulders off. Niggas is crazy, baby. Don't forget that boy told your kid that. Turn up your shoulders. I'm probably over to y'all. Probably be locked by the force. Trying to hustle some things. That go with the push. Feeling no remorse. Feeling like my hand was false. Middle finger to the law, nigga. Grip him a ball. Said the ladies, they love me. From the bleachers, they screaming. All the ballers is bouncing. They like the way I be leaning. All the rappers be hating. Off the track that I'm making. But all the hustlers, they love it. Just to see one of us make it. Came from the bottom of the bottom to the top of the pots. Nigga, London, Japan. And I'm straight up the block. Like a running back. Get it, man? I'm straight up the block. I could run it back, nigga. Cause I'm straight from the block. All right, all right. Episode 19, Rad Dad Radio. Uh, thanks for joining me tonight, everyone. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out to a couple sponsors here. We are working with Madeira. Madeira is an outdoor clothing goods company. And Madeira is, uh, they're kind of known for their lightweight camp hammocks, but they've kind of spread out from there. Cool thing about Madeira is for every product that you purchase, they plant trees. Uh, which I think is a very charming aspect of an outdoor goods company. So if you buy anything on there, you get uh, you get to help the planet just a little bit. And uh, they have everything from hats to shirts to wood watches to knives to sleeping bags to sleeping pads, you name it. So as the warmer weather is here, not so much in Colorado in the middle of a blizzard right now, but everywhere else, maybe you're thinking about that some, some summertime, uh, go and Click the link in our show notes. That's very important to us. Click the link in our show notes for Madeira and go ahead and get yourself some outdoor clothing and gear shiz. We are also on Discord. Discord is a chat app for nerds. So if you want to look us up on there, you can do that. And then, of course, you can find us on Patreon. Patreon is a way for content creators just like Rad Dad Radio to make a little bit of money to pay all these streaming and upload costs and um, hopefully help us develop the show into the future. Um, so I appreciate you guys looking at the show notes, checking out those links. Give them a little clickety-clack. Um, I do appreciate it. We have a voicemail line which is 970-368-5694, or foul, F-O-U-L, ox, like a giant bovine, and the number four. Um, If you want to give us a call, tell us about your day, um, ask us a question, 
We would love that. And then, of course, we have a Gmail account, raddadradio, the number one at gmail.com. Big thanks to PCRN, the podcast right now. Network podcast right now is uh, another podcast that we are partnered with. And it's just a bunch of really good guys talking about really good stuff. And if you if you like the flavor of Rad Dad, I would highly recommend you check out Podcast Right Now. You can find them on all social media and also at podcastrightnow.com. Um, awesome. Well, let's take it over. We have uh, Johnny Creams is here. Johnny Cream Cream Creams. This uh, this is when I get a talk. Hello. <laughs> Joel, you, Joel, you, you got, you got the gift of gab in the intro of this podcast. Hello, everyone. Hello, Rad Dad Redemption, Rad Dad Radio. Let's go. Let's go. How you doing tonight? I am having a good night. I'm uh, just a couple days away from flying out and seeing your hairy ass. I know. I'm excited. I can't wait. <laughs> you sound uh, excited. When you, yeah. I am. <laughs> I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. And we also have a special guest tonight. His name is Seth Oglesby, a.k.a. Ranger Danger. Seth, introduce yourself to the folks and lovely listeners at home. What's up, what's up? Um, well, first, thank you for giving me an opportunity to be on the on the podcast, on the show tonight. Um, I grew up with these fools back in uh, Ohio, <laughs> so I've got to spend a lot of time with you all over the, the few years. And then I came out to Colorado uh, to really follow Joel into 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 the camp world so thanks again for yeah, having baby. me on thanks for hey, I gotta being say on your, um, sorry I, no, sorry to jump in i gotta say your video was really cool on uh facebook your little uh, live the face- yeah mini chat thing yeah yeah getting ready yeah. for camp that was cool yeah getting ready for camp today i got interviewed by tv8 they did a segment on oh. locals and so they did oh, a focus cool. on uh me which was awesome oh right on <laughs> Seth. Big that's deal, great, man. Yeah. it was really cool that's really cool, man. Um, Changing lives out there. Oh, thanks, Johnny. Yeah, the reason we have Seth on the show is this is kind of like our fear fear with beer teaser. So this whole episode is is, is going to be scary, everybody. So uh, buckle up, uh, uh, dim the lights, have a nice warm blanket over your lap, and, and scooch in close to your, your sound-providing device because tonight we are going to get weird and creepy and horrible. It's going to be awesome. Seth, you're a, you're a lover of... Uh, the bad and the good scary movies that's one of my favorite things about you man so i'm excited to <laughs> excited to get deep and deep and real with you on this uh horror movie villain bracket that we're going to talk about here in a little Heck bit yeah Joel's Heck excited yeah, to go good. deep on you seth it's gonna be great <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> don't go too deep all right just don't go too deep oh <laughs> okay all right and uh sorry yeah it's family friendly podcast and in the spirit of fear with beer um I have asked our lovely gentleman on the show to to grab a beverage this evening. Creamy Johns, what are you drinking? Um, I w- all right. So where I went, my options were kind of limited. So what I came up with, um, it's a uh, yeah, it's a local brewer uh, here in okay. Columbus, Ohio. They're called Land Grant. And Joel, I mean, if you know one thing about me, what's one of my favorite genres of uh, horror film? I mean, it's just as soon as I saw a, a a black and white film from back in the nineteen what fifties. What's my favorite genre? You know this. Come on. Uh, favorite genre? Subgenre of film of uh, horror films. What do you? What, what's my favorite? I don't know. Like a haunted haunted house or a haunted uh, no like a mystery. Uh, maybe haunted maybe house. a maybe a zombie film. Yeah, maybe a there Night he of is. the Living Dead. Second times the charm. Yeah, so zombie zombie films. Um, 
heck, zombie video games, I, I like it all. Uh, there's some bad ones, but then there's some really good ones too, obviously. Um, so I, I reached for a, a beverage. I, I realize this is a football reference, but the it's an Indian pale ale. It's called Stiff Arm. And the way I sort <laughs> of pictured it was uh, it's like a dead person, so like a stiff, and it's a, his arms are just reaching through your car windows or maybe through your your front door that little gap you didn't board up well enough and he's reaching his arm in there and and the, the thing i like about zombies is they have no regard for their own safety you know they're they're just too uh too bloodlusty and too uh focused on eating brains they don't i just i love the idea of like uh, a monster that has no no regard at all for if it lives or dies or or dies again i guess in this case so uh yeah i think of a, i think of the stiff arm reaching through the window trying to trying to grasp your clothing as you as you nice. run away and yeah stiff arm is what i went with by land what kind of uh land grant yeah land grant what kind of beer is it it's an ipa yeah an ipa okay brewed and canned in uh columbus ohio uh i'll be honest uh Ohio has great beer. <laughs> like I, uh, that's one of my. I, I recently moved back to Colorado from Ohio, and that's one of the. Um, obviously, not seeing my lovely brother and his family, but uh, outside of that, I missed a beer a lot. So uh, yeah, you're you're in a good and not place. only Ohio but Columbus has yeah. I mean, I could you could rattle off twenty that people have heard about, and you guys probably see them out there. You know, they have a have a decent reach too. You know, your your platforms, your uh, your elevators, which uh, you know, if you ever see them around, uh, check out that label art. Yeah, bunch of brewers here in town. Um, I would bring up uh, actual, but they've been in the news recently for bad things. So, oh, okay. anyways, I am uh, I'm drinking face down brown, which I felt fit the theme quite well because uh, all of these villains that we're going to be talking about have definitely put some folks uh, on their face on their face down, on their face down on the ground. This is a brown ale, and it is made by Telluride Brewing Company, and I haven't tasted it yet, so let me give, just give it a little yeah, slurpee. Yeah, I suppose I should give mine a taste here. Now, now you didn't pick this oh, beverage smooth. because of the, the comment you said earlier uh, regarding, like, Seth and, and conversation. Nope, 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 nope. Okay, okay nope, moving on. Nope. Sorry, moving on. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> face down brown? No? Face down brown. It's good. It's a, it's a, it's a smooth, smoky, little chocolatey. Uh, I like it a lot. Seth, what are, you, what are you drinking, Seth Oglesby? You know, um, I've, been, I've been running around all night, so I didn't have a uh, – my, my selection was limited as well. But, you know, I started thinking about all the classic movies that I love, uh, Freddy, you know, Jason – uh, Michael Myers, Halloween, um, and so I went with a classic beer, something that you know the taste just—it's always the same taste. It's always good. I went with a, a Coors Original, the Banquet of Beers tonight. The Banquet of Beers. Which, that's right. That's a it's a solid beer. It's made uh, well. It's made a lot of places, but it, it's from right here in Golden, Colorado. Yeah, yeah, brewed right 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 in the uh, Rocky Mountains with uh, Rocky Mountain water. Rocky Mountain spring water or snow melt water. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, John Egbert, what what has your week been like? Uh, I'm gonna we're gonna theme it just a little bit. Obviously, what games have you been playing? But what's the most recent horror film that you've uh, laid I, I gotta, your eyes upon? I I, I gotta. Um, Besides us, ta- we talked about no, that last yeah, I, week. <laughs> no, I gotta table that question for a moment. This is the third one of these we've opened tonight, and it absolutely just explodes. And it's not shooken up like it's. It, 
where's our beer expert jordan is that is that a thing is that a do they can it wrong or something like this is uh it's that getting could old be, that could be uh a canning problem i don't know what happened like i'm sitting here right now with paper towels i cracked that Did thing you drive off road on your way home so maybe maybe columbus beer isn't isn't something Did you, you maybe should have a seizure while holding the beer no no i didn't go <laughs> off road i didn't seize at any point tonight um <laughs> well, no, as soon cl- as I got home, I cracked one in the kitchen. Explosion. Then Explo- Maggie waited. We probably waited five minutes. My wife, she opened one. Explosion. And now here I am, a good 15 minutes removed, maybe 20 minutes removed from purchase. Explosion. I'm just wondering what's going on. Anyways, what horror <laughs> movies have I watched? Um, what's the last one you watched recently? Besides um, Us, because we oh, talked okay. about that last uh, Child's week. Play. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, that's yeah, good. OG Child's Play. I uh, mm-hmm. I used it in a... Um, a trivia category for the listeners. I host um, bar style, game show style, buzz in, goofy, fun trivia here in Columbus, Ohio, for a company called Excess. And I, that came up. And every once in a while, that's kind of why I watch movies. I'll do a category, right? And it'll just be 80s movies or something. And that'll come up on a list somewhere. And I see it and I'm like, oh, Damn it! That, now I have to I have to watch that again, and I did. And me and Maggie, uh, the wife, we watched it together. It was awesome. I love that movie so much. Uh, I messaged you after we watched it, and I was like, "Hey, man, <laughs> do you remember when Mom and Dad would let us go to our neighbor's house and watch uh, Child's Play with our neighbors that we barely knew?" And then you messaged yeah. me back. You're like, "Yeah, Jordan was seven or something like that." Yeah, yeah. We watched all three of them back to back, and. Um... Parenting I'm pretty sure was Jordan just a got, different situation back didn't then. Didn't Jordan man. get bit by a dog on our way home after watching oh, Child's yeah. Play? I'm pretty yeah. sure there was a tragic, traumatic thing that <sighs> happened. I had nightmares um, about that movie for a long time. That uh, it, it that's one of those movies that, as a kid, was really terrible, and then as an adult, it's hilarious and awesome, and you're like rooting for a doll. Yeah, the, the longer time. yeah, the I love the idea of the longer he stays in that vessel, the more human it becomes so that's why uh chucky starts to yeah he starts to get blood and like real teeth and just Mm -hmm. it's a weird it's a cool story but it's a a weird weird mythos and it's all voodoo a lot of people think it's like demonic shit nope it's just good old-fashioned voodoo are we give me the power i seek of thee yeah he goes to this voodoo doctor because he tried he's trying to figure out how to get out of it and this dude he's actually a good guy and he like helps people but he just decided to teach the wrong dude some voodoo spells and that's how what's his name joel something lee brad doroth uh, charles, uh, charles lee, lee ray charles lee ray he teaches the wrong guy and he when when charles lee ray gets there he's like you know in chucky form he makes andy take the city bus and skip school and take him <laughs> um and uh, the guy's like, you know, you've only used this for evil. I, I refuse to help you and all that. And Chucky kills him with a voodoo doll, like breaks his legs and stabs him in the heart and all this stuff. It's very violent. Um, yeah. But yeah, really fun movie. And I think it I think it holds up. It's goofy. I think, yeah, I agree. The classics, the classics definitely hold up, but I feel like they've, they've gone a little too far with like the seed of Chucky and the bride of Chucky. Isn't there oh, a yeah, new those one are that's lame. coming out too? Oh, there's like, a new one I'm excited for. They're making it more of an AI thing. Like it's oh, a toy. They? Well, there's that, like, two, yeah, there's two new ones coming out. So there's a complete reboot where they just announced that our good friend Mark Hamill is going to be doing the voice of Chucky, which I think is going to be yeah, great. Yeah, that's right. That's awesome. 
and and that's like an AI smart doll kind of futuristic mm-hmm. take on Chucky. But then Mancini, who's done all the other films, is doing it. He's still continuing from the cult of Chucky, which was a Netflix exclusive that came out what a year, year and a half ago. Um, so, yeah, and that one's not bad either, by the way. Yeah, no, in fact, that one's good. More true in form, I think, than the the uh, the ones that you mentioned, Seth, like with Tiffany right. and. Yeah. His weird son, and it kind of turns it's into a comedy, and they break the fourth wall, and it's like it's like and out it just of shows too much of Chucky. Like in a movie like that, there's a certain amount of him in that form that you should be able to see, you know, to to sustain the fear of a little doll like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So and they fact, do it well in that um, Netflix one. There's a scene, Seth, right in the beginning where the kid he gets the doll, and like it's before. It's like before the title card and all this, and he's like hugging the doll, and it just the camera slowly pulls in on Chucky's face, and yeah. like it just shows his pupil like dilate slowly, really Ooh, big, and it's like so cool. oh shit, and they hit you with the title card and the theme, and you're like, I'm ready, let's watch this movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's fun modern, fact, it just feels and, modern. And that's a Netflix original. I haven't seen that one. It's not a Netflix original. They just oh gotcha. It, they just put it on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Um, gotcha. Okay. Charles Lee Ray is a combination of three serial killers. Do you guys have any guesses as to which ones? I shouldn't say serial, but three notorious killers. Like uh, real? Um, real serial killers? Yeah, yep, yep. Okay. Charles Manson. Got it. That um, seems, yeah, that seems fair. Uh, Ed, Ed Hinn or Ed... Oh, what's his name? Wynn. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, it's hello! Lynn, it's Hinn, I think. <laughs> Lynn. Ed Lynn. No. Nope, nope. Who killed Kennedy? Supposedly. Lee Har- Lee Harvey. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's the middle name. And then the last oh, wait, one is... So Charles Lee Ray? Or Ginn. No. Uh, nope, you're is still it, Is it off, Ginn? So. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You gotta drop the that la- one. It's not the right. last one is <laughs> James, James Earl Ray. He's the psycho. Though he's like psycho and Leatherface and all, all those oh. all those guys. That, oh, okay. That, they're after that, so okay. I don't know yeah, who the third so, one is. It's Charles Manson, Lee Harvey Oswald, and James Earl Ray, who uh, did the voice of Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's uh, he uh, he killed Martin Luther King. So that's a bummer. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, I know everyone's bummed about the last one. Um, I uh, uh, any new games? Sorry, Cream, not to jump ahead of you. Any new games you played this week? Um, I played a little bit of Friday the 13th with you, that broken-ass yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not broken. Um, it's better. It's it's fine. It's Doors frustrate me in that game. They don't work right. <laughs> oh, Jason's right behind me. I'm going to lo- shut this door and lock it really quick. Nope, going back outside. Hey, Jason. <laughs> You're one of my favorite. You and Seth are actually two of my favorite people to play that game with because you constantly talk shit when you're jason so you can hear your you can hear john coming so there's this really cool proximity <laughs> I'll just get base. to the outside of the cabin i'm like i'm, I'm gonna fucking in, get a bitch I'm where you at where you hiding where <laughs> i see you i see you <laughs> uh, um, that game's he, scary uh, though it still scares me i love it i just love the atmosphere of it i just love running around a summer camp and killing counselors i don't know what that says about me but it's awesome and then seth is such a hider um but I remember one night your mic was making some feedback noise so I could hear you the whole time. And, he, yeah. and you were like hiding underneath a, a bed or something. That was fun. Yeah, just hear that was a good time. Like under the bed or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, I played 
a quite a few new games. I, I'm getting to a point of Assassin's Creed Odyssey where I got to switch it up a little bit because it's such a long game. But uh, so I played some new stuff. So did you guys um, check out that Bandersnatch on Netflix? That choose your own adventure Black Mirror episode. I've been meaning to do it. I have not started it yet. Yeah, I haven't either. Okay, um, definitely do that. All listeners at home, definitely do that. There's like 40-some different endings. It's really cool. Um, on Game Pass, there's another game. It's live action, so it's like it's a film. It's just like, uh, it's just like Bandersnatch, but it's another choose-your-own-adventure, and I actually think it's better than Bandersnatch. It's called Late Shift. Yeah, you're I saw the trailer for that. It looks cool. Yeah, it's made out of the UK, and it's about a dude who's like a parking garage attendant, and... Um, you know, without spoiling anything, he gets wrapped up in a bit of a heist, and, and you're constantly making decisions. And I like to test those games, like just to be like, all right, like if I if I choose this wacko answer, is this going to take it in a different direction? And it totally does. It's one of those games that when you're finished, the whole thing probably took an hour and a half. It's about the the length of a movie or a really good television episode. But the moment you're done, you want to go back and play through it again. So that's another one that I would definitely recommend if you're a Game Pass person. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't buy it because it's such a short playthrough, but I would definitely check it out on Game Pass. Um, the other thing is Golden Bear and I went and got A Way Out. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of that game, but it is awesome. It's a co-op um, game where you're breaking out of prison. And we haven't played a lot of it, but it was up for Game of the Year in 2017. And um, uh, Cream, I have an announcement. It gave me an mm-hmm. extra game code. And I've decided to give it to you, buddy. So me and you can play it as well, too. But it's like super... Yeah, that, that was one of the cool things about the release of that game. They said if one person buys it, then um, you can uh, share a code so that you have someone to play with. Like You don't have to convince yeah. your friend to buy it. Yeah, but because uh, John is my game wife, um, he automatically got it. So I still have the game code. So oh. Yeah, so I'm going to give it to you, man. And then you and I can play it as well. But it's super, like, you're, you're working together. At some points, it's split screen, like down the middle split screen, uh, like vertically. And the they story really goes... They get creative with the split screen, too. They'll, like, shift oh, it over to, yeah. like, yep. an important aspect and then shift it back. And, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. It's really well done. It's very well directed, and uh, I'm excited to update you guys that on that as we continue to play it. Um, I also dipped into Battlefield Five. Um, oh, Firestorm is out, dude! Firestorm is out, and we need to play that. I haven't played Did it yet. Did you try it? it? Nope. I'm not going to do it without you guys. But dude, I was like so close to firing it up. Uh, it was like yesterday, the day before. I was watching uh, Doctor Disrespect play it on Twitch, and I was like, "Oh snap! That's the new mode. It's here." It looks fun. Yeah. I mean, it looks fun. It looks like slower than Apex, uh, Apex Legends. Um, uh-huh. You don't got to build anything, which is nice. Fort, yeah. what is it? Craft, Craft Night, Fortnite, whatever the hell that game is. <laughs> yeah. um, and then it and, and then it works, so it's not PUBG. So I feel like there's a, it's got a, it's got an angle, that's it does that's different than the rest is what i'm saying when they make it work with like this napalm effect where there's like a wall of fire closing in on you and uh yeah i'm excited to try it out but i played one of the like single player story missions and seth you would like this but it's a Mm -hmm. it's the 10th mountain division so like you start off on skis and you're like skiing down a mountain and you have to infiltrate a base and save a scientist and like it's it was really fun so i played that um 
And then I also, the, in terms of the most recent horror film, I watched a movie called The Invitation, which has got uh, the poor man's, <laughs> what's his name, the poor man's, uh, oh gosh, uh, who played Bane, John? I'm, I'm blanking on his name right now. Tom Hardy was his name. Tom Hardy was his, yeah. So it's got poor man's uh, Tom Hardy in there. Logan something is his name. And his ex-wife invites him and his current girlfriend to a a dinner party. Seen this. Oh, you have seen it. Okay. Yeah. Um, So I won't spoil it, but. um, You said Discount Tom Hardy stars in it? Yeah, Discount Tom Hardy's in it. Upgrade. Upgrade Tom Hardy's in there. And uh, I liked it. I liked it a lot. It's a thinking film. It's more of a thriller. It's not overly violent. It's a good one to watch with a girl, a girlfriend, a timid boyfriend. Um, So. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I would recommend it. It's on Netflix. Seth, what games yeah. are you playing? What, what games are? What's on your rotation, man? Uh, you know, uh, the rotation's been a lot of the uh, Rocket League. Get on, play a lot of Rocket League. Um, here recently, get that, I've been get that quick fix, baby. I do. You know, I just I love those style of games. You don't have to really think a whole lot. You just drive around and hit a ball into a goal. <laughs> feels and, good. Uh, it just it feels does. Good it feels. It really does. It feels good. So I've been playing a lot of that and trying to get you guys to play with me as much as possible. Um, and then I started, um, we've played a few games, Joel, uh, Super Shark and I played a few games of uh, Grand Theft Auto. Um, I got kind of screwed a few times in the in it, but hey, I, it's all right. I get so pissed playing that game sometimes. I love, I love when you get pissed. <laughs> game's awesome. Still awesome. Yeah, but you know, that's about bucks. it. And, you know, I've been... Um, I started the Hellblade. I don't know. Have you guys played that game? Oh yeah, yeah it's Sin- Sinew's um, Journey. Oh yes, the I, it's just so cool. And I, I mean, I, I feel I, I turn up the volume. I put my I put my headset on, and I just sit there and blast the 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 sound into my ears, and I can hear every little twitch and noise. Too, the graphics yeah. are so cool. Um, I know I'm a little bit behind on it. It's been, I mean, it's been out for a few years, right? Yeah, um, a couple. Yeah. But I finally got into it. I got the Game Pass. So Brogan's my my uh, game, game wife, wife. and uh, <laughs> we got we just finally got the Xbox Game Pass. So I got to download that, and pl- I've been playing that every so often. So I've seen that, and I've known about it for some time, and I'm waiting to play that because that game's available and supported fully uh, in VR. And so you oh, can that like, makes sense. you like, that makes sense. it's oh, not that's first awesome. person. It's not first person. It's still third person, but you're yeah. like, you're like with her right behind her. And they, they do really cool things with the camera as you play and it still supports game pads. So you're just sort of like, you're the camera Oh, that's in, awesome. in VR. So yeah, I'm waiting on that one until, uh, end of the month, but it's not VR news section yet. I'll, I'll calm down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and it's like every time I play that game, I'm like always looking behind me because I always think someone's behind me. It's the same way with like uh, the Friday the 13th. I'm always scared to go into a room or like, like if the darkness is behind me, I think (laughs) Jason's behind me. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, I'm I'm stoked. Yeah, it, I, I, it's pretty fun, and I'm um, you get three lives. That's what's cool about it is that if you die three times, you have to start all over. Ooh, yeah, it's pretty. Like it's that, pretty man. cool. It I'm is. Sure like some of those like boss battles and stuff. You're like, ah, you're like it's uh, yeah, it's that's tricky. Yeah, it's. I respect it's it cool. though. You know, 
Um, so yeah, I've been playing those those games, and that's really. I mean, I'm I'm playing a lot of Rocket League. That's where I, I go to most often is the Rocket League. And then uh, the uh, horror film that I just watched. So um, my new girl that I'm dating, uh, she was over on the other mm-hmm. the other night, and I had to kind of you know I had to show her what kind of movies i'm into those horror those b horror films those really crappy ones that i just absolutely love gotta let them know early you gotta let them know like this is what i like and this is what i want to watch so are you okay with that (laughs) yeah she hey she fell asleep but i had a great time watching (laughs) it so (laughs) you messed up seth you don't want to fall asleep (laughs) i know i know but you know what she she she, i saw her she was like sleeping with a smile on her face so she was having a good time (laughs) (laughs) okay Okay. Um, what a positive twist you've put on that. that was, yeah, yeah. Way to save it. Yeah, she was smiling. She was happy. So I was like, "All right, sweet." Um, I like that. But I watched the, the a new Netflix movie. It was called uh, "Don't Knock Twice." Oh, okay. I saw yeah, that. I, read, I, I didn't see it. See it, but I saw it on Netflix. Yeah, and, and uh, no, it's not. It does. Oh no, it doesn't have Ke- uh, Keanu Reeves in it. It's, Thinking of Knock Knock. It's a different yeah, movie. Knock Knock. Um, but it was just like this a mother and a daughter reconnect and there's this like portal if you there's this door that if you knock twice um it opens up this portal to a whole different dimension that it and it kind of remind me of the kind of the character of of um oh gosh darkness falls that kind of thing oh nice kind of like that kind of looked like even uh oh what's that movie with the two girls it's the uh oh gosh Joel you and I watched it it's not it's not mama, mama. Yeah, it, like that. Yeah. Looked like uh, looked like the mama character. That's but, a good one. You Can know, I get it, some props for guessing that off of the line? Yeah. The one with the two girls. Girls. Mama. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's a deep props. pool. <laughs> yeah. Good job. Good job. Um. All right, I'm marking down a gold bar from myself. <laughs> Got it. Got it. And it's all about like this, this the mom. Um, it's cursed. It's like a cursed stone, and if she possesses this cursed stone, it like imprints itself onto the onto the person, and then this cursed woman keeps following them. So every time, like if you oh, knock no. twice on the door, I don't like that, she I don't would like that at all. <laughs> yeah, right. And so it was all about. It was all she a about Dutch woman. And, sorry, is she a Dutch woman? No, she's not. She's not a <laughs> Dutch woman. <laughs> okay, just checking. I don't get it. Uh, we have a theory that there's a spirit of an angry Dutch woman that follows us on our camping trips. That's a whole other story. We'll talk about it later. Okay. <laughs> we'll get into that one later. <laughs> you guys hear like the clogs or something? You hear like wood clocking around yeah. around here? Or something? Okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay. okay. Awesome. You smell, well, th- you smell waffles or something? What is it? It's, it's waffles and, uh, there's a, yeah, someone makes, someone cleans your, and fix your shoes in the middle of the night. It's great. <laughs> It's, it's a Dutch doll. It just follows. It's a very long, name. complicated story. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about making it into a movie. <laughs> Maybe that'll be a Patreon episode or something. We can Patreon do. the Dutch woman. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, let's get into some uh, Xbox news. All right. We'll start with the VR corner. Uh, Creamy, what's uh, what's going on in the world of virtual reality? Well, you can't say Xbox news and then okay, and now we're and now it's VR news. <laughs> I guess you're right. 
Here, you let gotta me, let me. give us some Xbox news. I'm ready. Oh, Xbox news. Okay, Halo Infinite, the upcoming Halo game, uh, which is going to be teased at this summer's E3. Um, in some capacity, we may get a little, we may get a lot. We're not sure. Is rumored to be the most expensive game ever made at over five hundred million dollars. This is according to DigitalTrends.com. How does that make you feel, Cream, knowing that this upcoming Halo game is going to be a, a whopper on the production well, side? Well, I know, I know they had to put a lot of develop into that new. Is it called Sky Sky Blazer Skybound? The it's new Sky engine Blazer. that they're working on. Do you remember what yeah. it's called? Nope. So they're building a new engine for this game, like from the ground up. They were looking at the Halo engine, and they're like, "Oh, you know, whoops! This thing's like 18 years old, and we've been." doing iterations of it and updating and tweaking and changing over the over these last almost two decades um so i have to imagine if you're building a game from scratch that's a lot of humans sitting at computers right i mean that's a lot of dev time so that makes sense um and then also i would think sorry to jump in it's called the slip slip space engine slip space what did i call it skyward sky (laughs) brand (laughs) skygrams um and so, okay, so you're building a new game from the ground up, um, and then also, I have to imagine that they're trying to go big with this one, and they might kind of look at this one as like, uh, hey, this is kind of our last chance to make Halo a thing again. Like, Halo is, it's in everybody's hearts who, you know, played shooters in the early 2000s. I mean, it was, a lot of people have played those games. They were very popular. They sold really well. Um but I feel like right now, in a world of Fortnite and Apex Legends and uh, Call of Duty Blackout or whatever, like no one, no one talks about Halo really. I mean, Halo Five was awesome. It had a, it had a shit campaign. Unfortunately, it wasn't a great story. But the multiplayer is it holds up. It's reliable. It's still fun. They update it. They put new maps in still. Um, but. I feel like an old timer anytime I'm talking to somebody in their 20s and I bring up like, oh yeah, Halo 5, they're like, what? They look at you like, no, I'm not, no one, who plays Halo, what? (laughs) Um, So I feel like um, they're really going balls deep on this one to try to revive the franchise. Yeah, I think it's going to be awesome. And it's obviously going to be, they have already, we talked about this, Frank O'Connor said, it's being built for next gen consoles, but it will work on current gen consoles as well. So that's, uh, yeah, that's all very exciting. The next update is we teased oh, this. Oh, I wanted to weeks. ask real quick. What do you think the, what what who holds the record now? Maybe Red Dead Redemption, Grand Theft Auto Five, most expensive uh, game. Um, Red Dead Redemption Two took it from Grand Theft Auto Five. Okay, so yeah, right? Rockstar. Okay. yeah, Rockstar has that. So, um, sea, guess, of thieves, yeah. sea of Thieves is getting, like, um, people are calling it, like, almost a complete reboot, it, the, the size of this update that is coming out. Um, let me tell you just a little bit about it. So, we're coming up on the one-year anniversary. This update will come out on April 30th, and uh, I'll tell you a little bit about it. So, Seth, they're adding, um, they're, they're adding story-based campaign missions that you can play with your friends, so... Uh, that's, oh, that's exciting. Cool. There, it's called uh, Shores of Gold. So it offers up fresh enemies to battle against, as well as additional items that come packing new enhancements for your pirate. 
the other thing is there's going to be different currency. So instead of just getting gold, you're going to start to see silver as well. I hope that's not something that they try to make you buy. That's my only fear. Um, the other thing is boat damage. So you'll be able to damage um, wheels, mast, anchors, which will all affect the way that the boat handles. So if you damage the wheel, it won't be able to turn as well. You damage the mast, and obviously the sails don't work. And if you damage the anchor, they can't drop anchor. Um, or it'll automatically drop the anchor, you know? Um, so this is, uh, it's it, they're adding a ton of other stuff. I won't get into it too deep, but it's exciting. You can tell there's been a lot of momentum on Sea of Thieves, and um, I, I hope that people get back into it because when we got back into it, I was surprised at how captivating it still was. And just to be a little pirate and running around and having adventures with your friends. And it sounds like the big goal with this new update is just to break up that, that gameplay loop of like, go get a mission, get on your ship, accomplish the mission, take that back to the, you know, the outpost, wash, rinse, repeat. It sounds like they're trying to break that up a lot, which I think is going to be awesome. Yeah, I love the idea of new ways to play in that world because it is a cool world that they've built. Yeah, it's awesome. I think it's, I, I, yeah, I'm definitely going to um, keep at it and it's 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 back on our regular gameplay rotation. That was uh, yeah. that was definitely one when I upgraded my TV and Xbox. I was like, we, me, you, and John Hill were playing. I was like, uh, are you guys seeing the sunset right now? Like, can we can we just park the boat for a moment and look at the sunset? Are you guys seeing this water? What's happening on my screen right now? It was yeah, ooh, pretty pretty game for a cartoony game. Pretty game. Yeah. Um. In other news, we have Dangerous Driving, which is made by the same team of people that made the Burnout, uh, Burnout Three specifically. So if you like, you guys like that game where, yeah, it's a racing game, but it's also <laughs> you get rewarded with boost by wrecking people and crashing into them. Um, then uh, Dangerous Driving might be a good game for you. I'm excited about that. Um, this is the they came out the same company came out with something called Dangerous Golf, which was like a indoor like scenario based putt putt game where you'd hit the ball and you could explode stuff and same deal you got points for damage as well as getting your ball in the hole with the least amount of hits so i'm excited about this um th that's the reason i put it in the news so if anyone out there gets it or plays it please let me know if it's uh if if it's worth buying i have a feeling it's going to come out to game pass that's like a new thing i have to think about now is when you see a game you want to buy you're like ah oh, is this going to come out on game pass should i just wait so i'm going to hold out a little yeah. bit uh, based on the hype. Um, speaking of Game Pass, we have April Game Pass is adding the new Prey reboot. Uh, that's a nice. game that came out uh, a couple years ago. Real pretty game. Aliens can look like anything, so you have to be really careful. They can turn into a chair. They can turn into a lamp. They can turn into a couch. So um, everything is out to get you. So that's kind of a fun game. And then uh, this bums me out, but Monster Hunter World is also coming to Game Pass, which is a game I played and purchased. <laughs> Why does that bum you out? Oh, because you bought it? I bought it, and I didn't like it. <laughs> so, well, it's gonna, that's going to happen every once in a while. In this yeah. all-digital world, it's not the, oh, man, I bought a shitty game. At least I'll still get maybe $28 for it at the GameStop. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's just yeah. the, that's the trade-off if you're going digital, you know? Absolutely. It's tricky. Uh, Resident Evil 5, which is the co-op uh, Resident Evil game, is on Game Pass, which I think we should all check out. That sounds Man, fun. I, I, I downloaded it. I say skip it, honestly. Oh, you did you play it a little bit? 
Oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah, a little bit. And okay, I I wasn't feeling it. I don't know. Okay. I want to play right. the I want to play the Resident Evil Two remake, but uh, yeah, my my game share buddy he had it on his list, and I downloaded it and started it up, and I was just like, kind of like probably how you reacted to Monster Hunter. I was like, okay. nope, nope, I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> just wasn't feeling it. Maybe it was in the wrong mood. I don't know. Um, it's so well reviewed. All... That's what's funny. I mean, I could well, everyone loves Resident Evil, um, but I mean, I might look at it. It might be. Fun. I just I think know. of the old ones. That's like all the Resident Evil I know. I didn't play three, four, zero. You know, whatever. What but was the one with the just me. the Frankenstein style monster that you got to like be friends with eventually? I think they just called it Resident Evil Nemesis. I think it Nemesis, was the third one. That's what Nemesis. It was. Yeah, that's what it was called. That one was fun. Um, and then finally, um, they're adding the third chapter in the Walking Dead series um, is now on Game Pass. If you guys haven't played those games, at the very least, play the first one. The first Walking Dead Telltale game is, I would say, out of every game I've ever played, the one that got the most emotional reaction out of me. Um, it ends really... Uh, it's really heartfelt. You put a lot of work into those characters, and it's totally choose your own adventure, walking simulator. Like I get it. Some people don't even say they're video games, but um, it is fun. It's fun to sit with somebody as well and and make the decisions together. But the third one is on there, and uh, that one's really cool because you get to watch this little girl Clementine over the three chapters kind of grow up into this little badass. And so uh, I would I would highly recommend that. Uh, Skybound, which is the 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 publisher of the Walking Dead comics has purchased the Telltale Walking Dead license and is making and finishing up the final chapter as we speak right now. Um, and then finally, Golf Club 2. So if you're looking for a good golf game, Golf Club is probably the best game on the market, and this is the most recent one, and Golf Club 2 is also on Game Pass. All right. And the last bit is the Ultimate. Xbox is rumored to be releasing an Ultimate Pass, which combines your Xbox Live with the Game Pass. For a lot of you folks out there, you know that Xbox Live costs $60 a year. Game Pass costs $10 a month, so that's $120 plus $60. That's $180. That's rich. But with this Ultimate Pass, it's rumored to be priced at $130. So that's going to save you $50 over the year if you're already getting both services. So I think that's cool that Microsoft is doing that. Yeah. All right. So now I'll take you to the VR corner. There's a corner in all of our rooms where is it real? I don't know. Is it is it not real? Is it virtual? Let's go into the VR corner with Johnny Creams. VR time in Johnny's VR corner. VR. Hey guys, it's it's me in the <laughs> VR corner here. Um so this is if you guys are out of the loop, which I'm pretty sure you are, I know you guys aren't sold on the, the idea of virtual reality. Uh, a lot of people aren't. Uh, lots of lots of barriers of entry, lots of you know misconceptions thrown around. Um, it it is a growing community, and this like this spring, this is probably one of the biggest times in in the history of this technology, right? So you got two new headsets coming out at the end of this month likely at the end of this month f8 there's a huge conference uh, going what, april 30th to may 1st and yeah you're gonna see the zuck come out he's gonna hold up two headsets one's gonna be the first uh kind of it's an improvement on the oculus go and it's a standalone 
no PC required, no phone required, uh, VR headset. And then we there's the Oculus Rift, sort of a minor improvement, or the Oculus Rift S, the minor improvement on the Oculus Rift, um, which is the one I'm getting. And, um, yeah. Wait, the, so wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. So you're not oh. going to get the Quest? You're going to get the S? I am. Have we not talked about this? No. Something happened. Ev- everything yeah, up something to this happened. point... Everything up to this point has been quest, 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 yep. quest. Yep. And I'm not saying that people should not be stoked about the quest. The quest is a great idea. So basically, that's a standalone. Think of it as like buying an Xbox or buying a Nintendo Switch or you know going in on a new platform, right? It's completely mm-hmm. self-contained. You don't need a $900, you know, graphics-capable computer. Um, uh, it's it's ready to rock. It's completely it's completely untethered, right? You you turn it on like you literally go to Best Buy, drop your bills down. Um, Four hundred bucks for both of these headsets, by the way. Um, inside out tracking, six degrees of freedom, so you can. Uh, it does room scale sets, so you can like walk around your room, and you'll know not to bump into the walls because of their uh, guardian system. It lets you know in the game. Um, awesome. Uh, yeah, and, and so check this out. Like with that inside-out tracking, they've been uh, so Paxis just wrapped up, and, and a lot more people have had had hands-on time with this stuff. They had demos going everywhere at Paxis. Um, Joel, you'll you'll like this too. So the way it works is when you, it's called the Guardian system, and they've had that in place for the Oculus Rift uh, for PC VR uh, for a while. And so what it does is, you you put the headset on, uh, you see a very like weird. Um, they, they describe it as the what's the music video where it's like uh pencil Pop sketch drawings and then she like goes through the mirror and then it's like take, is it on, take me. on me yeah yeah so it's like that kind of but it's like there's so there's like four cameras on the headset itself it's it's reading your room and it's building like a weird gray and white geometric um representation of what you're looking at what like so it's like a pass-through mode kind of and so you're seeing this around the room you take the pointer you trace out on the floor where you want to be able to play Hmm. it um it builds a guardian system around that so when you're in the game that's crazy you play in that space in your room so you can walk around if the bigger the space the better obviously um and so you can walk around that room if you get close to the edge of the of your play space because when you play these good VR games, I mean, you absolutely get turned around and lost. It just happens. Like, it's it's weird, but it, it takes place because it's tricking your mind into thinking you're in this area that you're looking at, you know? Um, and so when you get to the edge of this play space, the Guardian system kicks in, right? And this blue net will come up and let you know, like, whoa, hey, you know, you're, you need to take a step back. But if you go through that, like, if you stick your head through that, it'll go back into the pass-through mode and it'll show you your room again while you've you know you while you're still wearing the headset and so the uh the rift s which is pc based it's going to do the same thing the only uh, big difference is, is i mean obviously you got to have a badass computer to run it and then it has a fifth camera on the top so it's got it's got five cameras on this thing two in front like eyes two on the bottom front like on the edge and this is all for hand tracking and headset okay. positioning, right? So it's it's it knows the location of everything and it can track it in real time at a really high frame rate. So you know, with video games, um, on you know our Xbox uh, or or even some PC games, usually a target is like 
no lower than 30 frames, right? Or if it's a good game, if it's one of these Xbox One X upgraded modes, you're guaranteed 60 hertz, right? 60 frames per second. This uh -huh. thing, in all VR games, they have to run even higher, and that's why the compute power is so tricky. And, it, and it's because if it runs lower and you're in that and you're seeing things move at a different speed or whatever like it will it will make you ill like it'll make you sick yeah like you'll get motion sickness and you'll have to take it off and not like take it off and take a break like people have had it where they have to take it off and kind of lay down and feel shitty for like two or three hours you know so it can mess with your equilibrium in your brain to the point where it can make you sick so anyways it's just i know every time we get into vr news it turns into sort of a vr lesson just because i feel like there's some shit you guys like don't know about it um and let me know if you say you just say move on or whatever if you need move me to. on. Okay, <laughs> VR news. Another big headset. Uh, this is Valve's headset. This is their first headset. So Valve was involved with HTC and the HTC Vive, and HTC Vive is like super high end. Valve has announced with just one photo, okay. um, the Valve Index, which there's just all kinds of speculation about it. Every everybody thought they had their mind up, made up with the new Oculus headsets coming out. Um, HP did a new uh, Windows uh, aug augmented or what do they call that? Uh, Windows mixed reality headset. So that was another one people are considering. Augmented reality, yeah. Um, and so the Valve Index is out now. The Valve Index. That, so you you know about Valve, right? Yeah. Have ever heard of you've heard of Steam? This Half Life uh, video yeah. game purchasing yeah. uh, ecosystem, right? So uh, they're kind of they're it's interesting because they're kind of one of these companies like Facebook behind Oculus, but unlike HTC, which is a Japanese company um, that has money to to sell headsets and and sort of take a loss on these headsets, so they can pack in more tech and compete uh, at at a competitive like at a competitive price point, right? So yeah, um, Joel and Seth, I want to ask you like, what are what are some of your barriers, or what are some what are some of the reasons right now why you have not invested or why you're not interested in getting um, getting a new headset or and in, in getting into VR? Like, can you guys just give me some? Uh, Seth, we'll start with you. Why like why don't you why aren't you playing VR? Why aren't you into VR? What are some barriers for you? I mean, I think for me, it's, I mean, obviously the, the price, I mean, I get it that 400 bucks, that's not much for this, the two headsets, but, um, honestly, I don't really have a, a good reason of why I haven't got into it. I just haven't pulled the trigger yet. Okay. Um, I mean, you know, I think it's still in my mind, I, I think of it as pretty fresh and pretty new still. I know it's been around a while, but it's like starting no, to get it is. big. Yeah. No, um, it's absolutely new. So We're I, still on like gen one, you know? Right. Right, and I and I feel like you know the moment I buy one, they're gonna have a new one coming out. I'm kind of uh -huh. waiting for like them to get up to speed with like this is what it's gonna be like Xbox. How long that lasted for six years, seven years before they came out with the 360? Right. <laughs> you know, what's yeah. I, I want to know what that VR uh, set is gonna be that's gonna be around for a long time. Yeah, and so the price that's a really common one, right? Like right. Okay, so the heads the headset in four hundred in that world for a quality headset that's like cheap. Like Oculus is officially aiming for like the low end of, you know, the price range, right? This this new one I was talking about, the Valve Index. People are speculating probably going to be around eight hundred, seven hundred dollars. That's just the headset. So that's outside of your computer, right? Yeah, I know. I know, and that's like. Uh, there will be people that buy that, but it's not going to be a mass appeal. You it's know, it's not a consumer right. product, really. It's not yeah, it's consumer not. friendly at that price point. Yeah, um, 
And so, you know, when I got the Oculus Go, I saw that $200 price tag and I was like, oh, well, I think I can swing that. Let me go get that thing and try it out, you know, and if I hate it, I'll return it. I, I got my receipt. Um, um, so 400 is a, ni- it's a nice it's a nice price point. People thought uh, both of these headsets were going to be more. They thought more like in the five $600 range and people still would have been excited to buy them. Um, so the, the price thing's funny, right? Because it's like, oh, it's expensive, you know? And like a, a funny way I look at it is like everyone's phone, like, like everyone's phone, it's like a thousand dollars or more, you know, like the, like the iPhone 10 is like the base, like shittiest one is like 1100 bucks. Like, it, so that, that's kind of one of the ways I look at it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, it's too expensive. I, I don't want to, I don't want to spend the money. Um, they're, they're clever with how they price phones, right? You have mm-hmm. to have the new, the new shit and you have to upgrade and we'll build, we'll build that, um, loan into your plan. So it doesn't feel like they're expensive, but they are, they're little laptops and, I feel like people don't think about that. Um, Joel, can you think of another one besides price that would be like a barrier of entry to VR yeah. that would that you can think of maybe so, not proven yet or think, no good games? I think this, or? I think this is going to be a point of nostalgia that 15 years from now we're going to look back on. <clears throat> and it, I think to Seth's point, like it's a hardware race. Like I think there's a lot of companies that are trying to to get the price point and the hardware and the expectation all synchronized because I was just looking up there were 15 game consoles released in 1980 all from different companies and now we have three we have and if you include PC four right so we have PC Nintendo Switch Xbox PlayStation. Well, you have to well first of all you have to include PC right that's where it started you know well I mean absolutely, we were playing but- games on while people were playing games on like you know the what the Commodore 64 and stuff yeah. like that before but Atari took my, off and I guess my point is like it's a it's the same hardware race that we saw with the original game consoles back in the 80s and so yeah. for me I kind of want to see who wins before I decide to to Seth's point like drop right. 400 500 600 bucks down um, just to see exactly what I would have wanted come out a year later, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's kind of yeah. where that's kind of where I'm at and I talked about in another episode like there's a lot of different technologies that I'm waiting for to kind of come together for this to all be like a total package thing. Like it can't be super bulky. They got to fix the mo- the motion sickness. I don't really care about graphics. That was one thing I think a lot of people think it's got to look like photorealistic. Um I played a real I talked about this before but just to reiterate and to make my point, like I played a super shitty version of a VR game at a, a Dave and Buster's and was blown away. Like it was super yeah. polygony Jurassic park and was absolutely like, I felt like I could feel wind on my face, even though I wasn't, you know, I was sitting in a video <laughs> arcade, you know? So yeah. I, I, I don't care about that, but I think there's some key things that they have to tackle. And so it's kind of like a, it's a distilling process. I'm just waiting to see who rises yeah. to the surface and, um, I love that you're on board with Oculus because that's probably the number one. But then I hear HTV Vive is better, and then I see Valve is releasing one, and then PS4 is got a PS4 conference. is like a proven platform too. They have a lot of users on their they, PSVR headsets, and they and yeah, they get good content too. They have a press conference this summer, and everyone says they're going to be announcing their new version of VR. So there's just so many people in the game that I'm just waiting to see how it kind of shakes out. And uh, yeah. yeah. And I'm okay the, to wait. Uh, I'm okay ahead, to sorry. wait. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm o- I'm okay to wait. You're I think just, you want to wait. Yeah. 
my worst fear is um and and it's not a fear it's a reality tvs are going to go away i'm i'm stuck on that rant like that is going to be the thing that our grandkids make fun of us when we talk about growing up that we had yeah. televisions and that we had screens that we had to pay two thousand dollars for and that's going to be a joke because i totally agree we're going to get into this shared space virtual reality where movie night is everyone's putting on some form of um hardware on their heads and we're all going to be we're not going to be watching back to the future 2 we're going to be in back to the future 2 like i think that's going to happen um yeah ready player one style but yeah, so I, yeah let's I'm, go i'm just waiting i'm just waiting for that i guess to Haptics see some and clarity yeah. and to see some of these competitors drop off so but i'm excited for when you come out here man this weekend and we get i get to try your try your your setup out well yeah and i'll bring i'll bring so i'm bringing the oculus go when i come out and i mean it's but vr you know what i mean like it's not it's not the real deal i think I'll there are it. some I'm really so cool experiences <laughs> in there but you just have to remember it's running on a mobile chipset so it's like basically an android phone chipset in there so yeah. it's it is if you're not concerned about photorealistic graphics then there are some really cool things to do in there for sure that it's just fun to show people you know Mm, yeah. um, and to your opinion on, you know, to see who will win out, I think that's the nice thing about the just the status of the uh, industry right now is that they can't really afford. I mean, there are exclusives like exclusive titles for Oculus or exclusive titles for Vive, but they are few and far between because they just need people to buy the shit right they just Obviously. want people to buy That's the headset voting. so it's that voting. you can yeah. play so like right now when i get my when i get my s i'll be able to play there's an oculus ecosystem so just like xbox marketplace um where i can go in and buy games there or i can buy third-party stuff from steam and play those games on it too mm -hmm. so there mm -hmm. are like basically steam is like the they most of those games support whatever headset you have you know windows mixed reality HTC Vive and Oculus are the big ones right now until this uh, this Valve Index comes out. Um, but uh, yeah, you know they're they're all. It's like it's funny because it's not as competitive as console gaming because they all. It's like mutually assured destruction. Like they all know, like we just need people to buy get into VR. Like because that's that's the first step is well, and it's one of those things where it, you know and making I know, it easier for people to get into it. Exactly. That's the key thing. And I was going to say, like, you mentioned cell phones, and this will be my final point because we've been, we, we've been on this bit for a minute, so we, I, I want to move on. But um, they should look at what cell phones have done, and they should come up with a payment plan where you're leasing the hardware for something cheap, you know, 20, 30, 40 bucks a month. And then if there is an upgrade, you can trade it in and then you can upgrade it. That for me, if that, if let's say AT&T partnered with Oculus and Facebook and all that, if that, if that was announced, that would definitely get me on board, right? Like Seth, think right, about it. If you, if you had to make, you know, a, you're protected long term. You had to put 150 bucks down, and you got one of these things, and you knew if something better came out, you just take it back to the store. You get the newer one, but you pay your monthly fee. That for me would get me on board with it. But you're absolutely right. Like, if this is as amazing as everyone says, um, people only experience it like I did at a Dave and Buster's. Um, mm -hmm. uh, the Denver Science Museum of Nature and Science has a, a VR exhibit. That's another place that I've seen a lot of people literally yeah. experience it for the very first time. You know, there has to be a better way to access. Well, and that's the tricky too. Like, um, so the, like the mobile phone versions, like the 
the Gear VR or hell, even some of the apps that are available on the Oculus Go are just like shit, right? And so mm-hmm. if your first impression of VR is someone showing you a shit app, that's a bummer because now that's like two, three years that you're in your, in your head, you're like, oh, I saw VR. It's not anywhere close to what my Xbox can do. You know what I mean? Right. Um, yeah. So it's it's trying VR and it's trying something good, you know? And so I already yeah. have in mind the first thing I'm going to show you guys and I think it's good and it's worked on yeah. everybody I've showed, yeah. Well, and um, I read, this is a kind of going up to the 30,000 foot level, but like there's this new kind of phenomenon and they're calling it like tech regret, which is uh, tech in terms of visual tech, TVs, um, video games to a certain extent, the uh, adoption rate is slowing down because of the investment. So, like, think about your setup that you just bought, Cream. Like, you're super stoked about it. Everything still feels shiny and new. You're still seeing new things that look amazing. Um, oh, if yeah. something newer that everyone is telling you at Best Buy or wherever, like, listen, this TV, no, this is OLED. Like, uh, the blacks are blacker and the, <laughs> the brights are brighter and the, there's, there's three trillion more colors you're actually not going to buy that as soon as our our parents would have bought something, right? Like, So think about how oh, fast dude, TVs I'm, were I'm upgrading. A, I'm a cheapskate with my tech, man. I really try to like buy so, late and make it last as long as I can. You know. Yeah. Well, so that, that totally proves my point is a lot of people are slow to adopt new tech because here's the – whether it's conscious or subconscious thing, right? So speaking for myself subconsciously, if I try uh, – a fear of VR is if I try VR – everything I've invested in my little man cave is now going to seem less than. And I think people, that's a huge barrier that a lot of people have to mentally financially cross before they take that giant leap into what you're talking about is a completely new add on into your virtual experience, your digital experience. It really is daunting, completely different thing. You know what I mean? It's very daunting. It's not sitting in front of your TV and playing halo. It's, I'm holding a gun, and if I want to reload, Wait, what's Halo? I need to what's reach Halo? down. Will you tell me about Halo? <laughs> it's a first-person shooter. It takes place in the future in space. You play as a super soldier called a Spartan. Um, okay, I got anyway, it. Anyway, so like in that, in that, in in VR, you know, you run around, you you tap a button on your controller to reload your gun. In VR, you're like you're like reaching down under your gun. You're grabbing a clip. You're pulling it out. You're grabbing another clip off your belt. You're popping it in, and then you're grabbing the action or whatever on the uh, sure. on the gun, and you're pulling that back to chamber your first round. Like, yeah, it's just way more like it feels like you're doing stuff more than so, you're just kind of experiencing something. This it's is cool. a good segue in terms. This is a new little segment before we get into our thriller villain, thriller villain, thriller killer, raddest baddest villain breakdown. John, um, what I want to just talk about briefly what you want to do when you come out here because segueing from what you just talked about we could do there's a haptic vr arena in denver that oh, you and i could is it go the and void? check out yeah uh, i don't know what it's called but i just saw oh, a group I'm on up for their it. calendar right now because if it's that we're going um but there's, there's these, a there's it's a, like paintball but you get to feel you wear a vest and you get to feel people shoot you and you get to put a headset on and um, it's like augmented, but virtual reality all at the same time. I don't know, but okay. that is something that I want to do. I also want to take you to Mile High Comics and just completely geek out with you at Mile High Comics. For folks listening at home, if you're not in Colorado, Mile High Comics is the largest comic book store in the world. And um, I've actually gone there enough where I'm on like a first <laughs> first name basis with a lot of the guys. And nice. uh, 
It's, uh, have you been, I don't think I've taken you there yet, have I? No, we went, yeah. I bought a bunch of stuff. That's where I okay, got my, okay. um, 18 inch Marv. <laughs> okay. That's right. Still set but up I want to go. <laughs> well, so they did a completely redesign of the whole area, so I want to go and take you again. Um, all right. And just real what, quick, what, I'm looking up on Void. It is, it's not Void. I just looked at their schedule. So okay. I'm excited, but I'm, less we can look, we can look into it more. <laughs> but what's, uh, what's a couple other things you want to do while you're out here? Um, I don't know. Probably just like get some strange, like meet meet some girls, and um, okay. I don't know. Yeah. No, what am I doing? I'm gonna. Well, Saturday's <laughs> Saturday's the main event, right? So right. Um, I'm gonna do. Uh, what's Joel? What's the name of the venue again? Some uh, kind of city. Improper city. Improper city is doing Canfest, so I'll be out there doing a live painting. If you're in the Denver area, um, get tickets to this thing and come. Two o'clock and, Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, what so time it's, does that it's start? um it Two starts at one o'clock, um and there's going to be uh, I think the VIP is one o'clock and then two o'clock is general admission, mm-hmm. and if you guys come and you give a promo code that I will read off, you get five dollars off at the door, and I just have to access that um, promo so code. But Seth, if you come I'll, down, it's going to be a lot of fun, man. It's like a yeah. micro. Oh, you got it's come, like, man. I'm expecting. I I actually. This might because you know, American beer, the great Great American Beer Fest is ridiculous. It is what five football fields worth of beer, and it's uh, you get little tasters, right? There, it's like a you get a little. It's like a shot glass, but maybe a little taller. Two shot glasses. You get those tasters, man, but it adds up quick. So to hear about a, a smaller event, it's all local beers, micro brew, and the fact that my brother's going to be doing live can art there, sign me up. I'm going to. Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah, so they're setting me pull up. Pull out my for, Uber ticket. For, yeah, for four hours, I'll be doing um, a live painting, and there will be other. there will be eight other artists there, and. Um, it's going to be a great day. Um, but if you if you can come and you're in that Denver area, uh, I think you got to get your tickets online. But if you use the code Yay Cans, you can get five dollars off. So it's Y A Y Cans. Pink ribbon. Um, yeah. And so uh, so that's the main event. And then other than that, I'm just looking forward to seeing your babies and having some good old fashioned brother time and yeah man you know, we'll get in a hot tub we'll go to the park hot tubs are cool parks are great um set up I a room see, for you i want to see your so you kiddos sleep sure, on though. jordan's you don't have to sleep on jordan shaquille's couch the whole time we're gonna set up a room for you so <laughs> it'll yeah. be fun they're gonna get a weird amount of love from me just because i'll be missing my kiddos so oh ripley's ready she's ready like i remember <laughs> I d- what did i stay at your house Oh, back when you were in Loveland and back in Ohio, and I just remember laying and snuggling with her and being like, "This is helping me, okay? I appreciate <laughs> you. <laughs> like I miss, I miss my girls, you know. I, I miss yeah. my babies. I, I think I was down there for a night or maybe two nights, um, but I'm weird. Like if they go out of town or if they go to a grandparent's house or something, it's always like, "Yeah, no kids. I can play Xbox until four o'clock in the morning and drink and, ha- and get wild. Woo!" <laughs> And then yeah. it's like eight hours later that I'm like, man, I just want to make macaroni and cheese for somebody. <laughs> like, it doesn't feel right. <laughs> uh, awesome. <laughs> I have no purpose. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're moving on to our next segment. I hate so much VR news. It's fine. Move on. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls around the world. 
Welcome to Rad Dad Radio's March Dadness Round 5. Tonight, we are breaking down 32 of cinema's greatest movie villains. The raddest, baddest motherfuckers of all time. (laughs) Alright. So, thank you to everyone that completed your brackets. We had... 1029 votes in our brackets um on our phenomenal well and let me be clear before we get started um uh texas chainsaw massacre he might be the only one on the list who actually had made love to his mom oh uh yep good to know (laughs) might be (laughs) so let me tell you about how how did we get uh, 1029 votes so i am now the member of seven different horror groups on facebook so that's a interesting news feed you might and, say you uh, poured yourself out, huh? Oh, I did, and I uh, I was I, I posted our bracket on all those different feeds and uh, got a lot of uh, really unique interaction from the whole thing. Um, there's this one this one group, and I'm going to talk shit about this group. It's Horror VHS is the name of the group, and it's a bunch of guys that collect VHS movies. So just go ahead and you can take from that what you want. But that I, my first post in the group of like 150 guys let's be honest was uh hey guys cool bracket check it out go ahead and vote on it and this dude instantly trolled on me and was like that's your first post you're not even talking about vhs like that's your first post dude i hate facebook groups i was on a um uh vr one and the the whoever the monitor what do you call them the mentors the 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 moderator moderator thank you seth (laughs) (laughs) the moderator on this one some australian broad Uh, i'm done with facebook groups continue yeah Uh, i know they have all these rules and like it's like this weird little stay on topic everybody stay on topic about anything else no memes if you promote yourself outside of self-promotion mondays you may be banned from the group temporarily you know just so follow the rules but it it's very uh it works it's a bunch of people that I think work in an office environment and don't have a lot of like leverage or power and like that's where they get it. But long story short, I was able to get it out to all of those nerds out there. So if you're listening from any of those horror groups, um, thank you guys for all your participation. Thanks for everyone that shared it. We got a lot of shares. And uh, of course, thanks to the Rad Dad Radio community for, for ponying up and taking part in our 32 villain raddest baddest breakdown so um this is how it's gonna work boys so um we're we're working in trivia kind of as we do this and i'll tell you how that's gonna work so i did a lot of research on this i did a lot of work on this so at uh, top of the show what do you got first off what do you guys think of my my little mix that i made of uh johnny cash and all those <laughs> all the all the horror clips that i put together i loved um, it I was yeah. going through and like figuring out what each little clip was, what movie it was from. It was phenomenal. Yeah. I loved it. Thanks, man. Uh, I, yeah, I also enjoyed it. I was uh, doing the same thing. Uh, there was a few I, I didn't get, um, but the the Omen one that you had, it lined yeah. up perfectly <laughs> yeah. in there. <laughs> it's all for you, Damien. Da, 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 da. It was yeah. perfect. It's it was so like a great, little... Man. You were like a DJ. You like dropped it in perfect. Yeah, Yeah, man. Um, I had some fun with GarageBand on that one, but... Um, so the way this is going to work is, um, I have the bracket in terms of how it's laid out based on our vote. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through the bracket. Um, we're going to keep it conversational. So let's just have a good time with it. And then, uh, 
Um, I'm going to mix in some trivia kind of as we go through and talk through um, the different movies that are out there. So um, just be ready for that trivia. Folks that are on Mixler, uh, feel free to jump in. This is going to be probably our largest trivia, but we're not going to spend a lot of time of it. All of it's going to be closest to a certain number type question. So just be ready on your on your phones and on your keyboards to put that that answer in and then uh, if anyone wants to see any of our brackets you can go to brackify.com and just look up rad dad radio you can see the different brackets that we've made um, I I love these brackets but I'll be honest I'm kind of glad they're over because they do take a significant amount of work to just you got to find sp- pictures and I'm a nerd so I want the quality of the picture to be a certain quality and I went ahead and wrote descriptions for all the different people because I know people <laughs> like my mom are going to play who have no idea who you know <laughs> who uh, Chucky might be or you know whatever the case may be so um, so let's get into it um, in terms of our first matchup we have Jigsaw versus the Candyman Jigsaw versus the Candyman uh, Jigsaw is famously known for the movie Saw and Candyman is obviously known for the movie Candyman um, he uh, it's an old urban legend ghost story and uh, he has a hook for a hand. His real name is Daniel Daniel Robitill. And um, John Kramer is the name of Jigsaw. Um, so I'll, uh, I'll start with, uh, let's ask a question to Seth. Seth, how yep. many people do you think John Kramer, the Jigsaw, has killed? And I'm going to ask you guys to uh, close your chats and also don't look at the brackets at this point. Um, Seems fair shoot uh jigsaw i mean he the, how many movies do they have like 10 now there's eight, what are they eight, up to? eight different movies with the newest one which is the self-titled jigsaw film all right so eight and let's say that he probably killed I'm, I'm gonna do this logically say there's like seven eight people i don't know so 56 60 something like that well pick a number seth 60 i'll say 60 okay cream what do you think um, I, I feel like I want to go lower just because I feel like in some of those movies, I don't know how the, I haven't seen, I've seen like maybe the first one. <laughs> uh, <but> I, <laughs> okay. I feel like, uh, I feel like in a lot of those, it's kind of like a Jason and his mom situation where like jigsaw, actual jigsaw is probably not even in like three of them. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm going to go lower. I'll say like maybe 30, 35, okay. 35 is my number. And, and Seth, you said 60, yeah. right? Okay. Um, Nighthawk said 100, and the correct answer was 81, so Nighthawk takes the point. Good job, Nighthawk. Nice. Um, Nice job, Hawk. Candyman, you guys seen this picture? Oh, heck yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Oh, unfortunately. Oh, really? I love Candyman. I do too. I was bored the whole movie. I was like, what? what?" It's like graffiti, and this woman with the shoulder pads, I'm supposed to care about her. I didn't like it. (laughs) I don't know if you're talking about the same movie. Um,. Candyman yeah, is the, the main character, that reporter or whatever, the okay. photographer. Okay. Um, Tony Todd. See, you don't awesome, remember it. Awesome actor. He uh, he played Candyman, and uh, Jordan Peele is actually remaking the film, and Tony Todd is going to be in the remake of the. He's probably going to fix it. Yeah, well, that's what Jordan Peele does, but um, <laughs> I'll take it to you first on this one, Cream. How many people do you think Candyman has killed? Um. Well, it's like a legend. 
Is it is it only in the movie, right? Like, because he probably killed it's, people before. Yeah. So the, the way I did this film. is, it's everything we know from the movies. So it could be seen, it could be talked about, but it's everything has we know to be from shown on screen or no, talked no, no. About. Yeah, yeah, shown on screen or talked about. Yep. Oh, well, then it's probably a lot. I'll say, I'll say, fifty-three souls were taken by the Candyman. Fifty-three. Okay. Mm. Uh, Seth, what do you think? Um, I'm gonna go lower. I'm gonna I'm gonna say like 15. 15. Wow. Yeah. You okay. might win this. Seth won by one point. Uh, Nighthawk said 30. The correct answer was 22. Good job, Seth. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. All right, and then going back to our matchup. So the winner. I suck of, at this. And again, <laughs> uh, we haven't talked about this, but. So many people, and Cream, feel free to jump in because I know you had some fun, uh, deep discussion with your trivia guest. But um, I, I so just that's described what I love it. about these brackets. I, I hit people with them at uh, all my trivia events. I'm like, hey, get your phone out and hit this link I just sent you. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love it because then it starts huge debates, and there's nothing better than talking about horror movies in a bar while everybody's drinking. Hell yeah! But uh, so I qualified these as these are just favorites right but some people looked at it differently i qualified it as raddest baddest like who's super cool like who do you love but who's legit bad like who's like who's a badass right um but some people took it literally like who would actually win in a matchup and uh um like if they were in a coliseum <laughs> gladiator style who would yeah. actually win so uh in terms of our brackets and our thousand plus votes jigsaw took that first round there Moving oh, on to dang. the next one, we have Lubkin, the Leprechaun, versus the Jin. He has a name. Yes, I told you. I did my homework, man. Lubkin, the Leprechaun, versus yeah. the Jin, the Jin, which is in the Wishmaster, Wes Craven movies. I'll read the synopsis here. Warwick Davis kills as the Leprechaun. Gold wishes and even a little iced tea make those films great to watch. Uh, in terms of the Wishmaster, Wishmaster, be careful what you wish for. The Jinn is very good at taking fantastic wishes and turning them into horrible nightmares. So, um, have you guys seen these films? I have. I have, yes. I've seen both of them. <laughs> I love... I didn't see I, Leprechaun in the Hood, though. I, didn't, I missed that one. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> That's, it's, there's there's it's two Leprechaun good. in the Hood movies. There's Back to the Hood as well. Oh, stop. <laughs> yes. And there's also Leprechaun in Space. <laughs> That's right. They no. went everywhere with Leprechaun. Yeah. I mean, uh, listen, I love Warwick Davis as a person. So the more screen time he gets, the better. So I'm all for as many Leprechauns as possible. Um, they even made a Leprechaun reboot which was produced by WWE Films, and it starred, uh, I don't know the name of the, the wrestler, but it was a little person wrestler starred as the Leprechaun. So Warwick Davis uh, sat out that one. But, um, so yeah, you, you mentioned old, it, Cream. Fair. Jennifer Aniston, that was her big screen debut, was in the very first Leprechaun movie. True. Her nipples uh, were very hard in that film. Yep. That was <laughs> yeah. kind of her move in the 90s. Everything she showed up in, she had rock hard very cold okay. the 90s were cold is what we learned cold, yeah, cold 90s <laughs> yeah. did you guys see the wishmaster wish wishmaster film hell yeah Films? me and maggie watched it recently okay they're fun i, I think they're I fun i have the sequel too i like them i think they're great yeah, they're so I think they're fun. And great <laughs> they have a fun it's been uh, a long time have... i haven't seen it in a long 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 time okay it's been a while 
All right, so I'll go to you first, Seth. How many people do you yeah. think the Leprechaun has killed across? Um, I think it's five the, films. The five films. Yeah. Uh, let's say twenty-eight. Okay, twenty-eight people, and then of course, Mixler, folks, feel free to throw in your guess. Um, Creamy, how many people do you think Leprechaun has killed? Um, jeez, I'll say higher. I'll say like forty-one. 41 people. Um, awesome. And not seeing any votes from our Mixler listen, listeners. Uh, the correct answer is 48. Good job, John. Decent. Nice job, John. Joel, you're and keeping did, score, yeah? I am, yeah. I, I should have said this at the top of the show. So um, this is based on majorities. Whoever gets the major, most majority will get a gold bar. First listener to get to 15 most gold majority. bars. Hold on. Oh, I'm writing this down. Most majority. Got it. The most majority. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> um, the listener that uh, is, if if they have the majority, they will get a gold bar and they will win a Red Dead Redemption collapsible shot glass. If nice. anyone on our show, you show up on our show, then you get uh, you're up for a, a legit cowboy hat, a real Stetson. So we're looking at a sixty dollar. Somewhere around there, nice cowboy hat. So that's what you're up for, Seth. If you come on the show, you're welcome back anytime, buddy. Sweet, um, thanks. John, how many people do you think the Wishmaster, the Jin, the Genie, has killed across four films? Your wish is my command. Um, I want, I want a party that's unforgettable. Do you remember that one? Oh yeah, that was the <laughs> finale. Don't spoil it for the listeners. Jeez. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> There's Remember the piano guy? All yeah. those piano wires cut through his skin. Um, uh-huh. I'll say there's only two of those movies. Oh, wait. Are we just do the first movie? That's all four. It's four. the character. It's all. The, it's the character. There's four Wishmaster films. Yeah, I know. Whoa, I got some. <laughs> I got some movies to watch. I didn't know there were more. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, anyways, I'll say. Uh, hundred and fifty human souls were taken. Okay, Ooh. Seth, what did you say? Going high. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say one. No, no, no. I'm gonna say eighty-five. Eighty-five. Nighthawk says twenty. Nighthawk takes it. The correct answer was eighteen. No, over four over movies. four films. Really? Yep. He kills yep. eighteen in the first. Uh, in the first Listen, one alone. How, how many wishes do you get from a genie? Three. Three. <laughs> okay. What's three times four? That's the math you should have been doing. All right, folks, I'm not going to help you out anymore. But hold um, on, Joel. Remember the, remember the unforgettable party, though? Hold on. Remember the Oh, I know. There's party. other characters that make wishes for sure. But listen. Did, yeah, I, but, I, but I, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering. Did, like, maybe someone – did everyone get, like, effed? And then he was, like – he got defeated. And so everyone in the movie went back to normal. It was like, oh, they, Yeah, sometimes again. people go back to normal. Okay. I didn't yeah. consider oh, this. Yep, I didn't okay. consider that so, either. Okay. The winner was the leprechaun. The, the leprechaun took it on our bracket. Um, moving on, we have this is like the guys that like to use tools. So this is Leatherface uh, from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Victor Crowley from the Hatchet series. You guys uh, familiar with these two gentlemen? I did not know Victor Crowley on that one. Yeah, um, I've only seen like one Hatchet movie. There, there's a couple, right? And they've got some there's remakes three. of those. Had, yeah. There's three of them. Okay. There's three of them, yep. Um, so fun thing about – I'll read the synopsis here. So 
Uh, Victor Crowley, based on a real Louisiana scary story, a uh, scary swamp story, Crowley is a giant looming hatchet slinger. And then Leatherface, we have uh, wearing the skin of his victims, Toby Hooper's Leatherface doesn't take kindly to visitors. His tool of choice is a gas-powered chainsaw, and his favorite meal is you. He's also a giant bitch. So, like, if you remember, every time his mom would yell at him, he would, like, cower in, in the corner. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes the female characters could, like, talk him down. So he's not as, uh, I don't think he's as, as, as threatening as uh, some of our other contenders here. Um, Seth, I'll go to you on this one. Uh what tell me uh you have you seen all the there's so many texas chainsaw massacre movies have you seen some of those flicks oh i've i've seen quite a bit of those flicks um how many are there do you know how many there are total um seven films and remakes seven seven films films slash remakes yeah okay yeah Um, how many many people i'm gonna say i'm gonna say like he's probably up in the night he's like 90 90 kills. Okay. 90 kills for Seth. Cream. I'll go lower, I suppose. Like, maybe something in the 60 range. I'll go go, go 58. 58 kills. 58 kills. The the correct answer is he's only killed 23 people across the seven films. Nighthawk takes the point. He guessed 35. Good job, Nighthawk. Uh, Victor Crowley. I do love that that is actually based off an actual urban legend and an actual uh, scary story. I did watch the first one. Um, it's 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 set with a bunch of characters on like a ghost tour of Louisiana, and then of course uh, they all die. Um, the Hatchet movies, three Spoiler films, alert. three films. <laughs> Creamy. How many people do you think Victor Crowley has killed? Uh, probably like eight. Eighteen. Eight people. Eighteen. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm not seeing this thing. I'm gonna go with fifteen. I've been shooting high all night. Price is right. Watching son of a bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Eighteen <Undercut> people. <laughs> uh, Nighthawk guesses thirty-five again, and Nighthawk will take it. The correct answer was fifty-five people. Um, you should have gone high on that one. <laughs> yep, Nighthawk has a, a computer capable of the website Google, I believe. Uh, <laughs> Anytime um, I lose, I claim the other person's cheating. That's just kind of <laughs> a move. Yeah. Um, next up, we have the Gremlins. So this is a collective horde. So don't think of it as one character like Spike or you know Mohawk or any of those other crazy Gremlins. It's the entire Gremlin how many people have kill, been killed by gremlins? And then, oh god, one of my favorites, the killer clowns from outer space. Uh, this was one of those movies that we watched way too often as kids, Cream. And uh, you used to draw the killer clowns from outer space. I remember they would like uh, cocoon their victims in cotton candy. They would cocoon them in co- cotton candy. They Drink put the entire budget of this movie definitely went into the latex mask that these uh, these space clowns wore. Uh, here's the descriptions for each of the, one of these for killer clowns. It says, "Come one, come all, to a ch- to a show so great it's out of this world." On a summer night in May 1988, the circus came to town. The star performers: Jumbo, Fatso, Shorty, Rudy, Spiky, Slim, Bibbo, Chubby, Frank, Boko, and Jojo, put on a great show, but only in the hopes to turn the entire town into bloody cotton candy. It's ridiculous but it works. It's literally my favorite movie to show people. When it comes to the Gremlins, uh, 
Rule number one, no bright light, especially sunlight. That'll kill them. Rule number two, don't get them wet. Rule number three, never feed them after midnight, no matter how much they beg. Cute? Mm-hmm. Cuddly? Yep. Murderous little monsters? Absolutely. I have a little <laughs> clip. Uh, well, actually, let me take your votes, and then I have a little sound clip I want to play for you guys. So, uh, John, let's start with you on the Gremlins. How many people across the two films do you think the Gremlins have killed? Probably like 40. Okay. Ooh. Counting the new batch in New York City. Okay. See, I, know I, that, I, I know that I stone one got loose and caused some mayhem. <laughs> Out in the streets, and, like I've been, <laughs> and I've been. Tr- well, I do remember that the like through the streets, like all the cr- yeah. There's a spider and, gremlin, an electricity yeah. gremlin, the fruit and vegetable gremlin. <laughs> they really went nuts. Hulk Hogan showed up at one point. <laughs> it broke the fourth wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I like I was sitting here and I was trying to think like of all the deaths. I don't think there was that many actual deaths that we oh, saw. That we killed. saw. Gremlins and so I was, I was going to say something like. Like six. Okay, six people. Um, Nighthawk said twenty. Seth, you get the point. The correct answer was they've only killed nine people Ooh, across yes. the two films. So good job. Yeah, there's probably some off-screen deaths. I'm definitely, just definitely, definitely. But we didn't see those deaths, so we, you know, you can't True, take those and, into and account. No one talked about it. It's exactly. Be seen or talked about <laughs> based on the rules. Yeah. Damn. Let me damn just, these uh, old eyes. <laughs> I'm going to play a, a short clip for you guys. Uh, this is from uh, Key and Peele about Gremlins 2. Here, What if we did this? Everybody here gets to design their own Gremlin. Um, I, I don't see that the, uh, the Gremlin design is broken. It's called brainstorming, not brain drizzling, sweet pea. Okay? Shut your mouth for a second. Look, here's the thing. None of this is final. So you mean like... What if there was like a brainy gremlin? <laughs> a brainy gremlin. You talking about a gremlin with glasses who could talk and sing New York, New York? That's brilliant. It's in the movie done. <laughs> whoa, whoa, you, you said that nothing was final. That was before I heard the words brainy and gremlin in the same sentence together. It's done. I love it. It's in the movie next. What about a uh, spider gremlin? You mean a gremlin with eight legs and a thorax just catching pretty ladies in a web in an office building? Oh my god, it's in the movie. I love it! Next! What about a bat gremlin? You mean a gremlin with leathery wings just flying around, flip-flopping, bust through a wall, make a perfect bat symbol in the wall, get outside, get in some wet concrete, jump up on a building that just dry in place like a gargoyle gremlin? We are cooking with gas now. I love it! It's in the movie, next. Could there be a female gremlin? Lipstick, boobies, bitch, you have me and little gremlin, but JJ, I love it so much that it's not only in the movie, but it's definitely in the movie. There's no backseats on that one, no penny taxis. Yes, 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 in the movie, dog! <laughs> <laughs> you can find that clip online if you guys want to watch it in, in Dude, its entirety. Right. Listen, YouTube yeah. is the worst, man. I get trapped <laughs> all the time on them Key and Peel because I didn't watch all the shows when they aired. I found it later, and it, it's just like and there were so many. You gotta watch the Key and Peel clips. Oh, uh, They're good. Alright, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Creamy Johns, how many people do you think those clowns killed? Probably uh, Jesus. Joel, I don't know. Seth, pick <laughs> my number for me and then pick yours after it. No, oh, I'll God. say, no, I got mine. I got mine. I'm going to say 18 humans in that small town. 18 humans in that small town. Seth Oglesby. All right, I'm going to say 12. 
12. Uh, Nighthawk said 20. Nighthawk takes the point. The correct answer was 22. Uh, oh. Scoreboard check. We got Wait, what did I two. say? Wait, what did he say? He said 20, so he's two away. You said 18. Damn, you were four away. So, uh, so, <laughs> so Nighthawk is winning with five right now. And then we have uh, Seth with two and John with one at this point. Oh, Seth, we're getting slaughtered. We are getting slaughtered. Yep. All right. <laughs> we're going to be victims by the end of this podcast. Put us on the body count. See? <laughs> oh, and then in terms Damn of these our, old eyes. In terms of our bracket here, the Gremlins won it. All right, Versus moving on. It. Oh, cool. That's what I voted for for that one, yeah. Yeah. Moving on, we got uh, Thanos versus Darth Vader. Um, I am uh, – we're not going to talk about Thanos because uh, it's it's obvious. Spoiler alert, he killed trillions of people. Um, yeah, that's a tough the, number. Right, that is a tough with. number. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the Mad Titan number. himself has made our list due to the sheer amount of lives that have been obliterated using the combined power of the Infinity Stone. Thanos has taken – trillions of lies anakin darth vader skywalker from the star wars series leader of the imperial army failed jedi half angsty teen half back to tank robot evil but not really from anakin to dark lord this dad of the year has killed how many people i'll take it to you first seth how many people do you think darth vader has killed i'm gonna add a quick caveat this does not include the planet of alderaan so this is <laughs> that's my first question <laughs> <laughs> I'm say vader so. personally or vader orders <laughs> well because like he had that whole that whole section where he went through and like killed like 50 people uh and they were kids right and that uh the younglings the younglings yeah so i'm gonna mm-hmm. say like 65 65 people is what seth says Cream, what do you say? Um, takes out a whole, whole mess of the rebels in the in the first one. Gets on the ship. Uh, let's see. We we're not counting Alderaan. It's a peaceful planet. Um, <laughs> geez, I'll say. What'd you say, Seth? I said sixty-five. I got sixty-six. Oh, jeez. Sixty-six. Nighthawk says fifty. Cream takes the point. The correct answer was sixty-eight people. Oh, right. shut what? up! <laughs> so here's what's funny. So I found online I could find all the movies up until Rogue One. So I actually had, and I, to my own pleasure, I got to watch the end of Rogue One a few diff- a few times to count how many people he killed at the end of Rogue One. So, Dude, if you haven't seen uh, Rogue Rogue One, you got to get your head examined. Um, it, oh, it's good. It is good. So, good film. Mm-hmm. In our matchup, um, we got 23 votes for Darth Vader, 11 for Thanos. So Darth Vader moved on. Moving on, we got Ghostface, Ghostface Killer, up against Skeletor, Masters of the Universe. They both kind of look the same. That's why they're in this matchup. Let's talk about Ghostface for a second. Uh, what's your favorite scary movie? Ghostface likes them all. Though the costume has been worn by many, the iconic ghost face killer has killed how many people across four films? Seth, we'll start with you. 23. 23 people. I love the Scream movies. I think I uh, do too. they age. They age like a fine wine. Like you can go back and watch, watch them and they hold up quite well. Cream, how many people? Yeah, but they're not all good, right? I think they're all generally good. 
Um, but I mean, the yeah. first one's the best one, right? First one's the best one. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'd say that. Yeah. I thought two was kind of good. I can't remember two's the other the ones, college one. Two's the college one. Uh, three is the one that goes Scream, back to the, the college the, years. <laughs> the same town. And four is the... Um, that's the newer one where they introduced like social media and live streaming and things like that to it. And it was actually, it was actually pretty good. So how many people do you think Ghostface the character has killed across the four films cream? Well, I know they didn't kill David Arquette's ass, right? Like he was in all those <laughs> shitty <got> movies <laughs> or, or Courtney Cox. <coughs> yeah, David Arquette, he got stabbed too. a few times, but yeah. Yeah. He didn't, um, he didn't uh, get put up in a, a garage door like Rose McGowan did. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, man. Um, I'll say 30. 30. What did you say, Seth? I said 23. 23. Creamy takes it. C- coming up in the lead. Johnny's got three points right now. And Ghostface what, also. What was the number? Oh. Uh, 34. Nice. 34. Skeletor. He looks scarier than he is. This hooded bonehead has all the plans and the resources to defeat He-Man, but just keeps messing up. We love you, Skeletor. Um, there were, he was in 1987 movie uh, with uh, Dolph, Dolph Lundgren. Lundgren. Yep, and he did kill some people in that movie. Cream, how many people do you think Skeletor killed in that film? Uh, I want to say that thing only got a PG rating because they were trying to like get the toys going again. So I'll say like seven, seven people. Seth. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna say six. <laughs> Seth takes it with uh, six. The correct answer was oh. three. And you guys was, are tied. Much, what was the correct answer? Three people. Okay. And uh, in the bracket, Ghostface took the win with our voters wow. playing from home. I think uh, I like Ghostface. That's I like it. This is one of my favorite ones. We have a shark versus bears. We have the shark, the sharks, I should say, in the Jaws series. And then we have bears in real life. Um, <laughs> so argu- arguably there in are real four life bears? Sh- real life bears. Arguably oh. there are four sharks in the Jaws series. The ominous tone crafted by John Williams and first person view filmed by Steven Spielberg have kept people from the ocean for decades. Bears have bears suck. I hate bears. Uh, that's all I wrote in the description for that. Let's start with Jaws. Seth Oglesby, how many people do you think those stinking sharks killed in those Jaws movies? Uh, I'm gonna go with 18. 18. 18 people. Creamy Johns. How many of those things did they make? Four. Four? Yeah. Uh, I think four. something like four. Yeah. Four, so yeah, yeah, they always start with like a couple, and then <laughs> yeah. and then, uh, around and on then the people get serious about hunting it, and there's a fight, and one or two will die there too. Mm-hmm. Four times. I'll say I'll say eleven. Eleven. John thinks eleven people have been killed. Nighthawk says twenty. What did you say, Seth? I said eighteen. Oh, it is a tie between you and Nighthawk. The correct answer is 19. I'll give you both a point. Can I get a point, too? Nope. <laughs> Let's talk about bears. So I did some research <laughs> on how many people <laughs> bears have killed in, re- in the past 150 years. So this is how many people in the United States bears have killed 
in the past 150 years. John, I'll start with you. What's your guess? Oh, man. And this is just documented. I mean, we'll never know the real number. I'm, oh, I know. Right? The, I, I mean, I mean we, we don't know the real, we'll real number, the but real this number. is. Yeah, this is based in on the United uh, States. Yep. Oh, man. It's actually. Wait, so, I'm, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> you're saying you're going to say it's low is what he was going to say. It's actually not that bad. Evil forest dogs. Um, probably. <laughs> See, I don't think they kept good records 150 years <laughs> don't ago. Don't worry. This I mean? is what I found. Just guess they it. Just find bones in the woods, and they're like, "Well, I guess he just sat down here and died." That was Charles Livery. He, yeah, couldn't have been some sort of forest dog. Um, I'll say 197. Whew. 197. Okay. What do you think, Seth? I'm gonna say like. 36. 36. <laughs> uh, Nighthawk says 70. What did you say, Cream? Uh, 197. Okay, you take it. The correct answer. Oh, wait. You said 197. Flirt with my heart? Yeah, what is the answer? Sorry, buddy. The, the correct answer is 90. Nighthawk takes it with 70. Oh, son of a bitch. Dang. Oh, Get out of here, Nighthawk. Isn't that 90? crazy? Yeah. deaths in 150 years. That's not bad. I hate bears. I deal with bears on the reg, and it's not a joke. I have a strange relationship with bears. My best friend is a bear. He's a good man, but then in reality, uh, <laughs> bears... Dick about bears. Shut up. I you hate would em. get mauled. They would destroy a shark out in the woods, man. <laughs> <laughs> There's a comic book called Shark vs. Bear, if anyone wants to check it out. That's um, what's the funny, voters... like, uh, in their In their natural habitats, like... <laughs> I mean, a bear versus a shark in the water is a completely different story than a bear versus oh, a shark sure. on land. <laughs> for sure. Um, our voters picked uh, Jaws, the sharks from Jaws, to move forward. Um, next matchup, this is called this is the camp, the camp clash, the camp uh, competitors. Here we have Angela from the Sleepaway Camp films versus Jason Voorhees. Uh, from the Friday the 13th series. Let's talk about Angela. Who would have thought a boat ride and a dress would cause so much mayhem? Sleepaway Camp is a creative glimpse into what summer camp is really like. <laughs> it's Jason Voorhees. Another camp killer. After drowning in Crystal Lake while his counselors canoodled, Jason's mom, Pam, set out on a path of revenge. Jason watched it happen, and fueled by his mother's vengeance and his hatred for summer camp, Jason has slaughtered folks at Crystal Lake for decades. Eventually, he went to Manhattan, space, and even hell. Seeking his revenge, he even fought Freddy Krueger. Mm. Uh, this is probably my favorite matchup. It's no uh, secret. I definitely voted for Angela in my uh, bracket. Uh, Over Jason? Wow. <clears throat> I guess I, I need love... to see this movie then. Wow. You have seen Sleepaway Camp. We watched it together. We did a whole podcast on it. <laughs> <laughs> Not me, man. I didn't watch yes. the camp. What are you talking about? Yeah, you came down. You came down to Cincinnati. Sounds forgettable. And you, and, if I've you seen and me it, and, I don't and know Carl, and uh, we watched it together. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, probably I'll, I'll, if I forgot it. <laughs> it's amazing. It's my favorite movie to watch with people. Um, Seth, how many people do you think Angela has killed across four Sleepaway Camp films? So four, um, 
I'm going to say 35. 35. John, how many people do you think Angela has killed? Uh, I'm going to go I'm going to go like I'm, I'm going to go lower and I'll say um let's see it's a female killer. I uh, can't really uh, disclose that information right now, but go ahead. Oh wait, I remember she's the <laughs> the pot. Now I remember the movie. yeah the, the the boiling pot. Okay, so yeah. it's kind of a female character. So what's seventy percent? Um, Seth, what did you say? Uh, what did I say? Thirty six. Yeah, what's seventy percent of thirty six? I don't know. Thirty. <laughs> I'm just trying to do the wage gap. You know what I mean? I'm trying to oh, gotcha. trying to get to the bottom of this thing. Uh, <laughs> I'll say I'll say twenty-eight. 28. I believe that's exactly seventy percent. <laughs> uh, Night, Nighthawk has forty, and Nighthawk take Nighthawk takes it. It was fifty people across Cheater. four films. Ugh. All right, he's cheating. Jason Voorhees has been in twelve movies. Um, I love Jason so much. Cream, I'll let you start, buddy. How many people do you think Jason Voorhees, not his mother, Dang. yeah, not his Jason, mom, so don't count one. Uh, no, she actually killed seven people, but go ahead. No, I'm saying don't count the first one. Oh, yeah, don't count. Yeah, you're right. The seven people that died at N1. Duh. Um, I'll say probably, uh, I'm going to say 43. 43 campers and counselors and the like. And then now I'm going to go pee. I hope I did well, but I'll be right back. I got to empty okay. my saddlebags. He said 43. So 43. Uh, All right, so I just, I actually, while we doing this podcast i just watched uh freddy versus jason he at least killed 10 people in that um over 12, <laughs> over 12 movies um i'm gonna say 100 straight 100. up 100 okay seth you get it buddy nice um, the, he killed 151 people over 12 movies dang yep. 151 people uh nighthawk s 70 sorry buddy um, my favorite since John's peeing, I'll talk a little bit about Jason. And Jason number two, um, my favorite is there's. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It was in Jason. I think it's in Jason three. Um, there's it, it. It goes to the girl from the first film that survived Pam Voorhees, and uh, she she wakes up from a bad dream right in the middle of the night. Yeah. And she gets up and she goes down to her refrigerator and um, she opens the refrigerator and then there in the refrigerator is the head of her co-counselor. It's a dude. The head's in the refrigerator. She turns around. Boom. There's Jason. He kills her, right? So here's the – let's talk about the reality of just that scene, right? So Jason, (laughs) Jason, he he sneaks into the house. He finds her co-counselor. He kills him. He cuts (laughs) Mm -hmm. his head off. He hides, cleans up. He apparently does an amazing cleanup job because she didn't see any blood or gore. There's nothing like that. <laughs> he puts the head in the refrigerator, and then he just waits. <laughs> he just sits in the house and waits until this chick wakes up and goes down and looks in the refrigerator, and then that's his moment. That's why I love Jason Voorhees, man. He's he's a he's a patient man. <laughs> he's a yeah, very patient man. Um. <laughs> uh, no, Jason, I forgot, like I. I just watched that Freddy versus Jason and um, you know what? I remember when I watched, it. I watched it in the theater and I just watched it tonight and you know, it's really cool. It was really cool to see two, like two of my favorite, I'd say Freddy Krueger and, and Jason are two of my favorite yeah. Yeah. Uh, villains to watch and to watch them on the same screen and fighting each other. 
it was pretty cool. They were like competing for. So here's my question, man. Killing who, people. Who do you think um, actually won, though? Oh, it's no debatable. one won, man. If you watch the show, if you watch that movie, like Jason comes out of the water, he he's holding water. Freddy's head. Yep. He's like he walks out of the water. He's holding Freddy's head, and then all of a sudden, Freddy just gives the the audience a little wink, little like, wink. Uh, "Hey, I'm 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 not done. I'm, I'm fine. Coming back. I'm fine." Yeah. So, <laughs> I think I think Jason won that fight. Like, Freddy lost his head. Jason won that fight. I love how Freddy got into Jason's dreams, so and like, uh, yeah recreated like his anger and rage from the the counselors like um hooking up while he was swimming in the lake you know all that oh, stuff yeah. um the 2009 jason is also on netflix and that is arguably one of the better ones i'm not gonna say it's the best one uh four is the best one in my opinion that's my favorite one um but uh that one's good because it explains a lot of stuff that we like unanswered questions so like for example mm-hmm. Kid Jason watched his mom do all that stuff in the first movie and, like, learned from his mother. And then that's where, like, the whispering mom voice comes from. Like, Jason, kill them, Jason. Do what mommy wants, like, all that stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, And then they also introduce the idea of underground tunnels at the summer camp that allows Jason to just show up everywhere, like, just magically. You know what I mean? Magically. Right. I'm back. I'm back. Sorry, guys. Okay. We went on a we, – we vamped on Jason for a while. Jason won that round. Oh, hey. Okay, real quick. Also, um, yeah. if Timothy and uh, James Grant are listening to this podcast, get your shit together over here in Columbus, Ohio. I, I opened another one of those over the sink this time just to be careful, you know? Yeah. Explosion. Okay. Explosion. <laughs> it's been sitting All in right. the fridge for as long as we've been recording. That's a – I should be able to get a refund. Yeah. I'm sorry about that, man. You need a bib. <laughs> All right, next matchup. We have Pinhead from the Hellraiser series, and then we have Hell Pumpkinhead. Yeah. These are the head. This is the head matchup. Um, I'll read a little bit about each one. Pumpkinhead, angry Native American demon Pumpkinhead can be summoned to solve your worst problems. Biker gang? Dumb teenagers? Frustrating family members? Pumpkinhead has a solution for you. Pinhead. Also called the Hell Priest, the Cold Man, the Toll, opens a very special box and summon. Uh, if you open this box, you'll summon Pinhead and his tortured Cenobites. All he wants is our souls, and is that too much to ask? Um, so let's talk. Let's start with Pumpkinhead. First off, did you guys see the Pumpkinhead movies? Because I watched, I rewatched the first one and was surprised with how good it was. I'd never remembered it being very good. I think that's because I was super scared as a kid when I tried to watch it, and I'd probably never finished it, but I watched it again. It's got Lance Hendricks in it, um, known for his uh, alien uh, cyborg appearance appearance in that as Bishop. But uh, did you guys ever see Pumpkinhead? I think I was a youth when I saw it, but I remember it being well-known for uh, the quality of the creature effects for like the pumpkin head character okay um, but yeah, yeah i was too young to really remember i know what he looks like but like, i could not tell you how that movie plays out yeah i i don't know i don't know if i've ever seen it actually so, i mean i know the i know the character but i don't remember the movie at all okay it's an awesome film stan winston so known for his creature effects he's done everything from create iron man's armor to bringing hr geiger's aliens to life like he's probably one of the best makeup artists and costume predator uh, terminator yeah. 2 jurassic he's Park. amazing 
So this was his first directorial debut was Pumpkinhead. And um, the story is really cool. Like this guy's son dies, Lance Hendricks' son dies um, due to a biker, biker accident. And he just wants revenge. And so he finds this Appalachian witch in the woods that kind of summons, helps him summon this creature, the pumpkin head. Um, and just kind of Tarantinoing back to the opening of the film, like this, his son gets like this nice little bracelet, like a friendship style bracelet. And um, the, the pumpkin head just goes on a rampage. Like it will not stop until it has killed every single person that has um, wronged the person that summoned the pumpkin head. So it's kind of like a, um, like a hitman, really. He's a hero kind of i guess depending on how you look at it but then <clears throat> after the pumpkin head does its job the um lance hendrix realizes how awful this is and all the torture and the mayhem and so he decides that he's gonna kill the pumpkin head um and there's like i won't spoil it but there's an epic battle and then at the very end you see this husk of the pumpkin head being buried again by the witch but then if you look closely on the wrist of the pump on the pumpkin head is the is the bracelet then that to me was like oh my god that's mind-blowing because essentially lance hendrick turned into the next pumpkin head because he's he gave his soul oh. to fuel this beast oh, wow. to go on this rampage you guys should all watch it it's really good um how many people seth do you think the pumpkin head has killed uh four there's four movies uh i believe there's three or four movies yeah okay um We'll say nine, average of nine, so 36. 36 people. Cream, what do you think? 38. 38. The correct answer was 32. Good job, Seth. And yes. you guys see these Hellraiser metal films? Pretty metal. Bam, 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 What do you think? I love Hellraiser, man. So I voted on that one. Yeah, I voted Hellraiser on that one, too. Yeah, he has an interdimensional army of... evil man. It's so scary mm -hmm. when he shows up because he just uh, he comes out of the blight and he's there and he's got his scarred up evil uh, Clive Barker buddies with him and they're all got <laughs> their nipples pierced and parts of their skins hanging off and... saw blades in their heads. <laughs> yeah, um, they all they all crave um, suffering. That's their whole thing is that they get their power from pain and suffering. How many people do you think Penhead has killed, Cream Creamy Johns? Um, they made a bunch of those. Uh, yeah, they made like, like there's nine there might be those. like eight of those yeah. things. Yeah, but um, not the rest of the Cenobites. It's just Pinhead. Just Pinhead. How many yeah, people do you think pinhead. he's killed? Yep. Dang man. Dang. Because I remember uh, Hellraiser three, Hell on Earth. They they go they go hog. They like get out. And they're like on the <laughs> yeah. street. That one dude has a CD thing. He's like throwing CDs at people and cutting yeah, people with them. Slices people open. Yeah. Give me a vote. Jeez. Uh, I don't know. I'm a, I'll, I'll just say, I'll say, fifty-nine. Fifty-nine mm -hmm. people. Seth. Total guess. Uh, I'm gonna say fifty people. Fifty. The correct answer was forty-one, and Nighthawk takes it. Scoreboard check. Nighthawk is at seven. Seth is at six. John, you're at three. Let's yeah, Nighthawk's a cheater. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, the, oh shocker! The dude we can't monitor is winning. <laughs> I know. Um, uh, Pinhead won on the bracket. No, I'm calling. I'm calling Pumpkinhead on the on the on the Nighthawk man. 
I'm, I'm initiating the curse. You it's are? You're gonna, go, you're gonna go find the witch? <laughs> yep, and then I'll become Pumpkinhead after that. I don't care. That's, that's, you don't care? <laughs> He'll be wearing like a trucker back hat at the end of the movie. <laughs> Just wandering right. back in the woods. I like this one a lot because this is two very, like, uh, I don't know, intangible type threats. So the first one is uh, 1958 Plymouth Fury, known as Christine. Uh, Stephen King created this monster in a book, and it became an amazing movie, which is on Amazon Prime. You guys should watch it. And then we have Death Itself in the Final Destination series. Uh, sweet, sweet Christine killed blank people in the 1983 film adapted from Stephen King's novel. Some say she's driven by the devil. Others think it's just bad parts. Death uh, never muck with a perfectionist plan, and death is the ultimate perfectionist. When a couple of noisy teens disrupt Death's plan by bailing on a doomed flight, Death sets into motion a series of kills to set fate straight. Alright, so let's start with you on this one, Cream. How many people do you think Death killed in the Final Destination films? There were five of them. Five of them. Uh, you got a cast of uh, maybe six kids, eight kids in each one of those one one probably survives. How many total? Five movies? Five films, yep. Those are fun, by the way. I don't, I don't so mind fun. those. They're the roller so coaster, dumb, but they're really The roller fun. coaster death is one of my favorites. The log truck. Oh, the highway. The log yeah, truck. Yeah, the highway with truck. the logs. Blown the swimming pool where body. that dude's back gets caught on the drain. The drain, like, kicks into high gear, and he gets sucked oh. down the bottom of the swimming pool. Oh, wow. man, there's so many. Dangus. Uh, so I'll just say like a, I'll say I'll, I'll rock a twenty-five. Twenty-five. Nope. Seth, what do you nope. think? No, twenty-seven. Change twenty-seven. Right, so we count it. like I mean the everybody that died on the plane that didn't get off because that's technically death, right? No, that was part of the plan. So this is death okay. fixing the plan. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, you, what'd you say, Johnny? Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. And there's five of them. Um, yep. You know, I'm gonna go with. 26. I'm going to go low. Lower. 26. Okay. Um, we got Hannah saying 30. And Nighthawk saying 35. Uh, Nighthawk takes it. The correct answer was 43. Dang. Good job, boys. Um, not, not suspicious at all. <laughs> not suspicious at all. Um, Nighthawk brings up the eye surgery, the LASIK surgery one, where the laser goes into high power mode. <laughs> that oh, was yeah. awesome. Oh. Yeah, that uh, movie the, just the will make you nervous. That's a that's a thriller. Well, and it's so easy writing. It's like, huh? What's something everyone's nervous about but doesn't talk about? Roller coasters, LASIK mm-hmm. surgery. Um, what was remember the one where the bastard in the first one the, like chokes in the shower or something? Uh huh. With John Denver, Rocky Mountain High playing in the background. Yeah, His absolutely. Eyes get all bloody. Oh. Yep. Oh, what about when the uh, the glass pane falls onto that guy and he just like splatters everywhere? Yeah, mm. very um, violent. Or the dude cool. standing by the plane track, the train tracks, and uh, the the train hits a car, which hits a, a barbed wire fence, which then goes into the dude and slices him into like oh, five pieces. Yes, <laughs> it gets a little Rube Goldberg. Is it Rube Goldberg? Is that the yeah, guy? Yeah, Rube Goldberg. The yep. Yeah, it gets a little goofy in some of those deaths. All right. <laughs> It's like a All little right. Home Alone-ish, right? Like, come on. 
<laughs> All right. Next up, this is uh, this is another like super fun. Um, we had uh, a lot of this was seventeen votes on each of these, so this was like a tie. Um, Ooh. Freddy Krueger from the Nightmare on Elm Street versus Pennywise, the dancing clown from the It. Um, we are only counting. We're counting all the Freddy Krueger movies. We're only counting one of the It movies. Um, Freddy Krueger uh, was a creepo janitor at an elementary school. After torturing and burning children, and let's be honest, he didn't torture them. He diddled them. He was a creepo pedophile. Like that's yep. not talked yep. about enough. But as much as you like Freddy Krueger, just remember he was a pedophile. Um, <laughs> after torturing and burning children. The Elm Street parents bound together and burnt Freddy in the boiler room of the school. Now he stalks us in our dreams where he's a powerful, comedic, creative slumber slayer. Pennywise is a shape-shifting, mind-bending, elemental being as old as the universe itself. It feeds on fear and wrecks havoc every 30 years or so. Prior to the story of the TV miniseries and the movie, Pennywise is known for wiping out entire towns after his traveling circus made a visit. All said and done, Pennywise the Dancing Clown has killed how many people, Cream? How many people do you think Pennywise has killed? We're not counting the series, just the movie? Just the movie. And in the newest, well, actually in both, so in the miniseries with Tim Burton and in the newest movie, they do mention his previous exploits. Yeah. Oh dear. And I did give a big hint because he's been around that town for a generation or two, right? Uh, for many, uh, couple generations. Yeah. Oh gee. Yeah. Okay. Um, those kids beat him. I mean, most of them are alive. <laughs> they, they did, man. <laughs> <laughs> I must say, like three. You think he's killed three people? That's what I said. Okay. I'm. I'm gonna say thirty. 30. Nighthawk says 100. Um, well, boys, you're, uh, I, I, I almost feel like I shouldn't award any points at all. The correct answer is 18,011 people. Holy, what? So in the film, in the newest film, uh, particularly in the newspaper articles that the, the, the heavier set boy looks through in the library, um, you can read the articles, and it talks about how many people disappeared, and one, at one point the entire town burnt, and um, so he's killed many, 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 many people. So, eighteen thousand and eleven is the correct answer. Um, I'm gonna give it to Hannah on this one. Hannah says five hundred. She gave it a good, a good effort. Good job, Hannah. Uh, moving on. I'm having so much fun, guys. I hope everyone else is having fun. Quick scoreboard <laughs> check. We got uh, Nighthawk with eight, Seth with six, John with three, and Hannah with one. The next one is the Battle of the Dark Wizards, so to speak. We have Lord Voldemort from the Harry Potter films up against Dracula. Uh, Dracula, the original silver screen murder machine, has the most on-screen appearance of any horror character with over 200 films. His origin story varies. He has been everything from the devil himself to Judas to an 80s comic book store owner. Bram Stoker is credited for menacing, or for creating this menacing dude we know today. Uh, Lord Voldemort, known as Tom Riddle, lost his nose at some point, died after drinking a lot of died and <laughs> after drinking a lot of unicorn blood, came back to bully middle schoolers. He who, sh who should not be named has killed blank amount of people, though his reputation of killing pushes that number into the hundreds. 
There is literally a lake of grabby half-dead Inferi that were all victims of Morty. Um, so for Voldemort, we'll start with him, Seth. Um, we're not going to focus on the lake of Inferi because we don't know the particulars. The book doesn't talk about it. The movies don't right. talk about it. These are particularly um, explicitly mentioned. So that's pretty obvious. I mean, Harry Potter, there's a reason he's got a scar on his forehead. And seeing deaths in the films, what is your answer? Uh, I mean, Voldemort got beat by a 13-year-old, so he couldn't have killed that many people. Um, <laughs> he got beat by a 13-year-old a few times. <laughs> a few times. So, I, I don't know, let's say like 15. 15, Cream, what do you think? Um, for Voldemort, oh, I, know he care, I know he killed a... Harry Potter's dad and mom, and then I know he like took out some of those goth other wizards like in an argument in the last one. Um, what did Seth say? He said fifteen. I'll go. I'll double that. I'll say, I'll, I'll say thirty gentlemen and women. Okay. Uh, <laughs> or non-gender answer. specific uh, wizards too. Yep, that's in the Harry Potter books. Um, the correct answer is eighteen, and Hannah gets the point again. She said 16-ish. We'll count it. Good job, Hannah. Dracula. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to make you guys... Dracula not going to? I mean, this has got to be, like, astronomical, right? I mean, it's got to be up there. It's over 80,000 people. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't... <laughs> I want to see the Isn't number awesome? of how many he's turned, too. Oh, that's a, that would actually have been a good trivia question. But, uh, yeah, yeah. 80,000 people. I... I had started down a path of trying to count them up for each film. And then um, when it came to the newest Dracula movie where he was like a superhero, basically, um, and he was wiping out entire armies, that's where I kind of gave up. But uh, there's an awesome podcast called Boys and Ghouls, which is a horror co podcast, really high production value. And their most recent episode is all about Dracula. So if you guys want to learn more about it, it was kind of fascinating to me just learning about the myth versus the uh, the story of Vlad the Impaler, so I would check that out. In terms of I always our... think I want to be turned into a Dracula, but like I think the first week would be fun, and then it would yeah. get old real quick, right? Uh, you'd yeah, get so they... hungry, and you'd After have to take years out somebody. Or so. Yeah. Um, I, I may have forgot to mention, um, Freddy Krueger beat out P Pennywise in our bracket, and Lord Voldemort beat out Dracula in our bracket. Wow, okay. really? Yeah, next one, we got some... Uh, Dude, all those some... Harry Potter kids, come on. That's not surprising to me. <laughs> There's so many of those Potter kids running around. So with our next matchup, this is kind of our high-tech matchup. We have Agent Smith uh, from the Matrix films. And yeah, T let's go. And T-1000, um, liquid metal Terminator from Terminator 2. Here's the synopsis. T-1000, shape-shifting, liquid metal, murder machine. This thing doesn't stop until it terminates its target. And then uh, Mr. Agent Smith, ag uh, hands down the best computer antivirus software out there. Agent Smith seek out, seeks out anomaly anomalies in the Matrix sorry, and eradicates them. Eventually, he becomes kind of self-aware and gets some upgrades, becoming a sort of super virus, uh, taking over every single person in the Matrix itself. Agent Smith has may have killed everyone in the Matrix or not. That's the question up for debate. John, I know you love Agent Smith. I'll let you start this one off. How many people do you think Agent Smith has killed? 
why, Mr. Anderson? Why? Why do you why? persist? <laughs> um, <laughs> dude, Smith is he is he's really high up there. I'm one of the seven um, percent of the uh, world population that liked the sequels too, and just like enjoy all of the Matrix lore. Um, oh, how many did he kill though? Well, yeah. I suppose if you die in the Matrix, you die in real life. Um, Dangus. Um, well, let's see here. A lot of people just die from agents. But Smith, in all of the movies, boy, can't count any of the any of the Zion deaths because that's uh, the Matrix. That's the Matrix, yeah. Yeah, that's that big robot baby mm -hmm. and the architect. Um, definitely well and okay now when you say kill a lot of the people he air quotes kills he he um like takes them over right like he does the the sternum hand and then like becomes them mm-hmm is that does that person die no because that's, they that's, they all this come is back the controversy this is the they controversy. all come back and yeah. at the very end of the matrix at he, the very end he doesn't kill trinity that's a that's a standard um hovercraft crash that kills yeah. her. <laughs> Just a standard run of the Trinity. Trinity. Um, boy. I mean, te technically, he killed Neo, but Neo came back to life. Yeah. 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 Yes. Um, damn. Damn. These old eyes. Um, I'll say, um, I'll say like, like a dozen. Yeah, a dozen. Twelve. I, I don't know. I'm confused by because well, Joel, make you're gonna an spend answer. some shit, man. No, I am gonna, picking I'm, an answer. It's confirmed. It's locked. I'm What'd gonna say, say like four. Wait, what did you say? I said Cream. a dozen humans. A dozen. And Seth said four. Nighthawk says one. The the best answer I can find is one. So if you remember, <sighs> he inhabited Cain, um, and uh, Cain he. Agent Smith became a real person, and Cain killed yeah. one person. So, the correct answer is one. So, good That's job, a Nighthawk. Bullshit. That's a trick question. I like it. I support <laughs> it. No, I support it. It's still bullshit. T-1000, Seth. How many people did T-1000 kill in the one Terminator 2 film? Uh, yeah. Three people. Three people. Creams? Well, let's do it, okay? He kills that guy by the coffee vending machine. He kills uh, Sean Connor's foster parents, both of them. Um, dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. Um, dude. Oh, he kills a cop at the beginning to get his bike and his uh, his look. Um, I'm trying to think of the steel like smelting factory or whatever. He definitely oh he wrecks okay so he wrecks a bunch of people at the okay I'll, I'll say I'll say I'm gonna say 20 20 Seth how yeah. many did you say it's a war zone down here I said four you said four yeah all right Nighthawk says three Seth you get it the correct answer is seven nice good job frig frig friggity frack um the T-1001 in our bracket Sorry, Cream. Uh, moving on, we no, have. No, that's fine. I don't. I don't mind because that one was like, oh, I love both of these. So yeah, just happy to be alive. Where that's a question, that's fine. <laughs> All right, these are kind of our uh, the comedic round here. We have the Joker, 
a uh, character known from the Batman films, and Chucky. You want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. And My Chucky father known... was a drinker and a fiend. <laughs> Sorry. Nice, man. That's a good Now impression. I have to watch Dark Knight. Thanks, That's Joel. A good impression. Uh, you have to watch movie. Dark Knight and Pumpkinhead so far. That's Damn what's on it. your list. And Sleepaway <laughs> Camp and see that weird reveal and, at the end. <laughs> and, the additional, and the additional Wish Wishmaster films. <laughs> and Child's Play 2 because I already watched the first one. Well, speaking of Child's Play, that's who the Joker's going up against is Chucky from Child's Play. <laughs> <laughs> Voiced by Brad Dorif, Charles Lee Ray got himself cornered by the police in a Dude. good guy doll factory. Thankfully, Chucky has a hobby in the dark arts. With a nearby Dude. doll, creepy knife, and a little lightning and a special spell, Chucky was reborn. There are two more movies due this year with Luke Skywalker doing the voice in the reboot. Joker, clown prince of crime, the jester of genocide, the harlequin of hate. The Joker may have a smile to die for, but he is, but his criminal intellect paired with a sick sense of humor has made him feared made him a feared villain for decades. Seth, how many people do you think the Joker has killed? Uh, let's see here. Yeah, he really hasn't killed that many people. Again, it's seen on film and mentioned right. as well. And mentioned, okay. Uh, I'll say 26. 26 people? Creamy Johns, what do you think? For which one? The Joker? The Joker. Well, dude, and uh, 89 Batman, he gasses a bunch of people at that that uh, prince parade that he holds. <laughs> he sure does. Um, a whole bunch of Gothamites. Goth- Gothaminians? Gotham- I think it, no, it's Gothamites. Gothamites, Gothamites yeah. Get, they get the gas. Um, love that Joker. Love that Joker. He poisons a bunch of people with his cosmetics in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, some men, they just like want to see the world burn. Um <laughs> Dangus. Uh, I'm going to overdo it again, though. You know what I mean? I need uh-huh. to think of the rules. I'm going to overdo just it. just have an answer. I'm coming up with an answer. <laughs> <laughs> What'd Seth say? 26. All right, I'll say, I'll say 46, because I'm crazy. 46. Um... Hannah says 500 plus. Hannah gets the point. The correct answer was 1,028. If you Holy think about crap. the amount of, you think about the amount of people he killed in the parade, and the fact that he blew up a hospital in the Dark Knight. Oh um, that is, that's shit! Where that is coming yep. from. Good job, Hannah. Patients, staff, sanitation. All right. Creams, you just watched Child's Play across all of the films. Um, oh, how many boy, people yeah. do you think Chucky has killed? Not Tiffany, I'm, not his weird British son, but just Chucky. I'm, I'm, there's no way I get this right, but he likes to stab. He, like Chucky has <laughs> no problem dispatching some uh, stabbing and Achilles heels. Yeah. That's his. Uh, that's his thing. So one of the real realizations I had watching the first one was like, uh, for a long time I was like, man, Chucky's a bitch. I would totally. If, if it was me versus Chucky, I would beat Chucky in a fight, and I would absolutely be able to kill him, no problem. And then I watched how he how he works, and it's like he's really scary, actually, because he can he can hide. He's really small. He can be anywhere. He could be like 
hiding in little shadows and you wouldn't even see him. And, and then could you imagine if you're just like walking through a room and then out of nowhere, like a two foot little thing just comes <laughs> <laughs> running yeah. across and cuts you like, okay. And then also recounting uh, ready player one his cameo in that spoiler. Oh, um, I don't think that is in my number, the but Chucky bomb. <laughs> Dude, okay. that's awesome. Um, oh, I'm shit, guessing, man. I'm going to say a hundo. I, I re no, hold on. I'm going to take it back. Be reasonable. I'll say, I'll say fifty-seven. Fifty. That'd be wrong. Okay, Seth. What did you say? All right, I'm oh, gonna say eighty. Eighty-one. 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 The correct answer is fifty-one. John gets the point. Ah, nice. Yes. Good job, do, Joel. Do you, Joel, do you remember the scene in the first one where uh, Chucky is like, like the mom is starting to put it all together, Karen. Uh-huh. Starting to figure, starting to figure things out, and she like looks at Sandy the doll. Duncan. Yeah, 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 and she like holds it up, and she's like, she's like starting to wonder and question her own sanity. She's like, you know, say something, you know, to me or whatever, and she's like shaking it, and she puts it down, and then she goes back to the box and realizes that the batteries are still in the box; they've never been put into Chucky. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, they don't do a lot of that in the other films. Yeah, it's, and then they, and then they look, and then she goes back to him, and like, he's like gone, and then. She holds him up and she's like, "Say something, damn it!" and all this. And then uh, he's like, "What he says to her is so funny." He's like, "He's like, you're trying to fuck with me, you fucking whore!" And he just starts like punching her face and freaking out. Like, he calls her a whore. Sorry yeah. for the language. Oh, my, that's my. That's the funniest part is when he attacks people. Most of the attacks are as actors with a doll, just wiggling a doll around. And it's Chucky, Brad Dorif's voice just going, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to stab you, I'm going to fucking kill you, I'm going to kill you, you whore you, I'm going to stab you. <laughs> it's just the best. It's just oh, the best. Chucky's good, man. Um, oh, he's good. Yeah, it's. I'm so glad that they're they're rebooting it and continuing to add on to it. I think that's a rare thing that's happening in horror. The Joker won oh. on our brackets against uh, Chucky. Moving on to the next one, we have Sauron from the Lord of the Rings films. Up oh, against geez. The that's Reaper. gonna be like another eighty thousand or something, right? All those battles. Uh, yeah, like, the Reaper him, and right? Jeepers Creepers. So let me read the descriptions here. Uh, for the Reaper, every twenty-seven years for twenty-seven nights it feeds. Scarecrow, Frankenstein, truck driver, gargoyle, vinyl collector. The seemingly unkillable Reaper has killed how many people across three films? It's pretty creepy, but no, it's creeper, creepier. The director, Victor Salva who is a convicted child molester. That's right. That's true. I looked it up. The director and writer of the first two Jeepers Creepers films is a convicted child molester. Like, was he convicted so, after the film? He was convicted after. The after, after. Yep. Okay. It set that bail high. <laughs> got that Hollywood money. Yeah. All right, John you, uh, John, you got this? You got a number? You know what, man? I did not like the Jeepers Creeper like first movie that I saw. Um, I know you guys liked it, so I'm sorry. Uh, it's fine. Everyone <laughs> has different opinions on everything. Um, I um, so it's a total guess for me. Uh, do I have to guess first? Maybe I could work off of Seth's guess. Oh, I, I'm happy. I can pull out a number. Um, three films. You said there's three films, Joel. Uh, yep. Twenty-seven nights every twenty-seven years, but it's all on film. So we'll say like, let's just say thirty. Okay. Thirty, cream. Right. What do you think? I'll say. I guess I'll say fifty. Just go higher. I guess. 
50. Hannah says 31. The correct answer is 30. Seth gets the point. Good job, Seth. That was actually... Oh, shoot. You got <laughs> you it right on the it? money. Did he just <laughs> hole and won it? it? Hole and won it. Whoa. That's the first, right? It is the first. Heck yep. yeah. Sauron. Wait, so, hold on real quick before we move on. Seth, should I should I try Jeepers Creepers again? I literally watched it like when it first came out. What was the that, first like, one's really good. Or something? The first one and the yeah. third one are decent. Isn't he like a flying bat thing? I just remember those he's kids everything. driving away in the car and he's like he's everything. comes up on and, him. And the reason I mean, what, he the, comes Justin back. Justin Long is in the first one. Yeah. Okay. The that first helps. one's the best one. Yeah, I think I think one is the best. I like I really enjoy the Jeepers Creepers. I loved it. Um, try it again, okay. I try it again. Jeepers Creepers 2 was really good. Um, that's where we got to see the lair, right? We got to actually see where he Oh, yeah, lived. and there's, there's bodies everywhere in there. I didn't count those, yeah. obviously, but yeah. Um, he doesn't even clean up. The reason he has to eat people is because he's immortal, but his, his parts wear out. So the whole plot of the first movie is he has to get eyeballs. And that's yep. literally his entire motivation is to. He's get all stitched eyes. up, right? Like, doesn't he got like yep. stitches all over him? Yep. 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 Okay. All right, yeah, he Sauron. Is everybody's body parts. I need to watch it again. Sauron, Lord of the Rings. Ringma Ringmaker turns giant, scary eye. Sauron is the ultimate bad guy in the Lord of the Rings. He's more of a weather system than a physical being. Driven by the power of the One Ring, Sauron uses ghost knights and upgrades other wizards who upgrade orcs to hunt down the ring. In the grand scheme of things, and uh, Sauron didn't personally kill that many. He did corrupt man, invent greed, and manifest monsters, though. So technically, we actually don't get to see him kill anybody um, in the entire. Film, hold on, so. there's a flashback. In, there's a I flashback. Believe, but uh, that guy Twin actually, Towers, where it shows him on the battlefield, like doesn't he yeah. mark some dudes in that scene or something? He does, but we don't get to see their actual deaths. Um, so we just see him like knock people back with this giant sword blow, and then he cuts yeah. off the hand of a dude. But we don't actually get to see anyone die. So his hand um, died. His hand definitely <laughs> did die. His hand is dead. All right, and last matchup that we'll discuss like this, we have the miner from My Bloody Valentine. Up against Michael Myers from Halloween, the Miner on Valentine's Day, 1981. Harry Warden. Oh, wait, so wait, you, you're saying okay. Sauron's like, n like zero basically as far as on yeah, there screen. was no there was no countable kills for Sauron. Yeah, I wonder if in the books. If oh, it, I'm if sure there's some books. legend of yeah. like Sauron took out 18,000 villages in the early eons of what you know what I mean. Like I imagine that he killed some people. Yeah, he's yeah. evil. Like he's pure evil, right? Yeah. Um, All right, moving on, sorry. <laughs> so on Valentine's Day 1981, Harry Warden killed his entire mining crew with a pickaxe after years of neglect by his boss. He basically snapped. After waking from a coma, Harry continued the slaughter. Across two films, how many people has Harry, the minor warden, killed Seth Oglesby? Have you seen this All film, right, so first we're, off? We're count I've seen them. Yeah, I've seen them both. Um, so we're counting the reboot. The one that so came the, out like the last it 10 was years. sold as a reboot but if you remember the twist was that it was the same dude in that movie yep. which a lot of fans yep. really loved yeah okay um his whole mining crew so we'll say like i mean how many how many people are in a mining crew <laughs> like six <laughs> so we'll say 12 we'll say 12 people 12 people creamies 
There's way more than 12 in a mining crew, Seth. Come on. Wow. I, I'm not a miner. How would I know? Oh, they grabbed they grabbed whatever men were available and they would take boys if they were if they could work, you know. I mean, it's tight spaces <laughs> down there, Johnny. It's true. But the mines are big. They go they go long. <laughs> Got the black lung pop. It's merman. <laughs> merman. Um <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. I'll say uh I'll say uh uh, this is a nice crew. Get work done. Be efficient. I'll say 41 men. 41 men. Or women or um, non-gender specific. Yeah, 20. Hannah says 30. Seth, what did you say? Uh, 12. 12. Seth, you take it. And you are oh, now tied. Bitch. You are now tied for the lead with one left. Mike Myers oh. Halloween. I'm now officially rooting for Seth because I know he's not cheating. <laughs> the shape not to be confused with the beloved comedic actor known for Austin Powers and the Cat in the Hat, Mike Myers. Michael has made his first kill at six years old, and over the next ten years, uh, with different remakes and redirections, he has killed how many people? His favorites? Babysitters? His mask? William Shatner. Weird, right? <laughs> Did you guys know that? <laughs> that, that mask is a William Shatner mask? Yeah. Yeah, Star Trek <laughs> Halloween costume that they found yep. and purposed, yeah. So, Cream, I'll let you start. Um, how many, across ten films, how many people yeah. has Mike Myers? And this includes the most recent one, the Danny McBride picture that came out this this last year. Right. How many people has he killed? Um, well, I know, geez, this is tough because I know in... Um, I know in Love Guru he was pretty friendly, but like in Wayne's World 2, I know he fighted Topanga's <laughs> father. And then, wait, you said not? Hold on. I feel like I'm messing this up. <laughs> All right, hold on. Um, ten movies, Mike Myers. I, I, I try to think of the pacing of these movies, right? It's like kill, plot, kill, back to the plot. A kill scene, then back Resolution. to a plot scene, dialogue, right? And then the main character, it's like, okay, Michael Myers is now here for you. Um, yeah. I'll say, I'll say five to six a movie, and then Whoa. I'll say, yeah, I'll, I'll go like sixty-six, just because like Hail Satan and stuff. Okay, Hail Satan, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Seth, what do you think? All right, so ten, the, twelve, uh, t- ten films or twelve ten films, films, and don't forget about. The very controversial two Rob Zombie films that are in, are part of that ten as well, which only oh, the first one is watchable. But he, yeah, two, but he kills a lot of people in those two films. Yes, he does. I mean, Rob Zombie is. Oh, the, that's the, right. You give Rob Zombie like, a reason to film some death, and he's gonna right. go overboard. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. So let's poor say... Brian Posehn in The Devil's Rejects. That makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> he did not deserve all that. <laughs> All right, so uh, ten films. God, he killed his family except for his one sister. Man, I'm gonna say I, I probably would say he like averaged ten, eleven. Okay. Then add in like Rob Zombie. That's I mean, a fair average if you're counting zombie, I would think. Yeah, I think eleven. So let's say like one ten. One, one ten. One ten. One I'm going to go with that. On. I Let's think go. I'm going too high. Let's go, Seth. Come on. No, I think okay. I feel it, man. What did, what did you, you say, this. Cream? What did you say? 66, right? It doesn't matter. I just want Seth to win okay. against <laughs> all those cheaters. <laughs> it's, 
What did I Nighthawk, say? 66. Nighthawk, 66. Says, 66. Nighthawk says 140. Hannah uh, says 110. The correct answer is 128. Hannah and Seth will take the point. Seth will take the nice. win. Seth yeah. gets a gold bar. Yeah. I'm marking it, Joel. I'm marking it. And then Nighthawk <laughs> so, will also. Uh, for the listeners. Get, or go ahead, Joel. I was going to say uh, Seth will get a gold bar for the on show guest, and then uh, Nighthawk will get a, a gold bar for the listener division. Um, and then, in terms of our, just to finish this whole thing up, Mike Myers took the bracket win as well. Nice. So, nice. I support um, it. Yeah, so I now too. this is where we don't have to do the numbers and the trivia, so this will move along quickly here. So, well, um, here, let me moving... just update the gold bar status here. That was okay. Seth's first gold bar, I think. Yeah, that's my first one. Okay, so we still got Nighthawk in the lead, <clears throat> Cheater six, and then Joel, you're in second with three, and then I'm in third with two, and then Jordan, Carl, Bear, Reno, Ash, Seth, all tied with one. So just okay. an update. Awesome. All right, so this is where it's going to get fun. So we have Jigsaw up against Lubkin the Leprechaun. Um, Seth, what did you pick? What, what would you pick in this situation? Uh, Jigsaw or the Leprechaun? Yeah. Um, I'd have to go with the Leprechaun in this one. Okay. Um, I I voted for the Leprechaun as well. Cream, what did you pick? Um, which one? Jigsaw Leprechaun? Yeah. Um, Leprechaun, yeah. Okay. Um, our listeners at home... Do you remember how to kill the Leprechaun, Joel? Iron. You need what? iron. Yeah, iron is what binds the, the, the gold-driven spirit. I thought it was the four-leaf clover. You had to like the four-leaf clover fucks him up pretty good, but iron is okay. what holds him. It's what binds oh, him. Yeah, I'm learning. Uh, we just watched this at John Hill's house, like <laughs> St. Patrick's uh, St. Patrick's Day. So um, <laughs> nice. Our listeners picked Jigsaw, so Jigsaw's going wow. into the final four. Um, the next matchup we have Leatherface up against Gremlins. Creamy, what do you think? What what would happen in that situation? Oh. Come on, man, Leatherface. That's oh, so yeah. terrifying, dude. You so you show me that one scene from the original where he's running through the field uh-huh. after that girl through the him. with the laundry on the on the line and all that. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, that's <laughs> Come so cinematic. On. Chainsaw it's going terrifying. Off. Also, they yeah. did a remake. I think it was just it was like in the two thousands, maybe. Mm-hmm. That one was decent too. That Very was scary. Phenomenal. Uh-huh. He's with hang, Jessica Biel. Hanging teens on the meat hooks down in his uh-huh. basement and stuff while they're still oh. alive. Yeah. Um, I picked the Gremlins mainly because, like I said, Leatherface was kind of a bitch. Like he, uh, he's only aggressive when he has the advantage. Um, but when he's confronted or someone tries to talk some sense into him, he backs down quickly. So I feel like he's a big. I, I, mean, I, I too. gotta, I gotta go with Leatherface on this one. Well, Seth, uh, you I'm, are yeah, with the popular Leather. vote, so Leatherface also made it into the uh, the final four, final whatever, the next round. Final eight. Darth Sweet Vader versus Elite Eight. I'll move through these obvious ones. Darth Vader beat out Ghostface Killer. Um, yep. <laughs> and then uh, Jason beat out the Jaws and Shark. Uh, the Jaws and the yep. or the Sharks in the Jaws movies. Moving up to the next bracket, we have Pinhead up against Death itself. This is an interesting match. Match because Pinhead, in a way, is like the physical embodiment of Death, and then you have He's Death the itself. physical embodiment of like pain. Right, pain torture. and torture hell everything itself. that comes before the sweet release of death yeah um who do you guys what what, what would you pick in this matchup pinhead I, death i gotta go with death on this one 
I would go death I mean, too, but our the popular vote bunch went of millennials, pinhead. man, <laughs> went pinhead. Next matchup yeah. is we have Freddy Krueger versus Lord Voldemort. Um, I think Freddy Krueger would have a lot of fun with Lord Voldemort. <laughs> yeah, Krueger, Krueger all the way, Krueger yeah. all the way. Um, yep, and that's what our that's what our popular vote was. Kruger moved on. We have nice. the Joker up against the T one thousand. I think the Joker Ooh. would actually definitely outsmart the T one thousand. It's he's such a linear like he, he's going to pick one direction and head towards you and kill you. I feel like the Joker would have all kinds of traps and. Uh, yeah, T one thousand could use things. like an AI update or something. He probably is not <laughs> yeah. making the best yeah. choices. Yeah, a sense I'd of humor update. <laughs> yeah, I went for not the very Joker. not very clever that T one thousand. He's a straight Joker. line. He's beelining it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's gonna get a chopper and he's gonna go where he's gotta go and he's gonna aim a gun at somebody or use his knife arms. Yeah. Um, Joker. So Joker who moved on. Joker moved nice. on. Uh, and then, then in this final round of matchups, we have Lord Sauron versus Michael Myers, <laughs> which is uh, it's weird because uh, the way I think about it is Michael Myers is completely emotionless and has no desire other than to kill. So Mike Myers could care less about the ring. And if you don't care about the ring, then Sauron doesn't have any power over you. So yep. I feel like Mike Myers would probably put him to work on that one. Oh yeah, Mike Myers. I, I agree with that. Mike Myers uh, is va- is advancing in the next round. Yep. Yep. And yeah. I mean, if you popular... look at his stuff, like that, like Goldmember, like some of the stuff he pulls off because it's the third movie <laughs> in the feature, like and Beyonce's there. <laughs> All right, so we're getting into our final matchup. So we have uh, uh, Jigsaw versus Leatherface. Uh, once again, I feel like Jigsaw would just completely outsmart Leatherface and. Uh, would definitely, uh, would definitely. Did I'm Jigsaw sure win? A, Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying Jigsaw up against Leatherface. I think Jigsaw would beat Leatherface. Yeah. See, I but think I think Leatherface is gonna. Nah, I think Le- Le- Leatherface would win. I think Leatherface has like um, Jason-ish surprising uh, physicality. Like, oh yeah, Jigsaw is hiding behind a wall. He's like, I built this wall out of steel and concrete, and I will watch the would game play out. Shortcut and all meanwhile, the puzzles. Yeah, yeah, meanwhile, Leatherface is like, he's already halfway through. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's going to surprise you. Yeah. Um, Leatherface won the popular vote on that, putting him into nice. the finals. We have Darth Vader up against Jason Voorhees. Um, close matchup. Uh, it was 9-11. to 11. Darth Vader won this one. I think Darth Oof. Vader would win against Jason, honestly. <laughs> I think he would sense the darkness in the Force as Jason was coming towards him and uh, would easily mm-hmm. see it coming. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, I would. I guess I'd go Vader, too. I mean, I feel like Vader is like, if you look at any of those movies, when, when the character's revealed, like when Vader walks in the room, yeah. people get scared. Yeah. It's like um, people but- are concerned, like, shit this guy's here (laughs) well especially vader the rogue one vader that's my favorite vader like that's like death machine vader he's trying to stop someone from getting the plans to the of the death star out the door and that's like we've not seen unstoppable no holds bars vader so where do you guys guys weigh in on uh rogue one where he's like talking to uh admiral krennic or whatever and he's like don't choke on your aspirations like they kind of you think that's kind of silly like almost too silly for vader like they kind of 
camp out Vader a little bit and well they're you know, kind of establishing him he's such a nebulous bad guy in the first couple films and it's not until he really gets some good character until Jedi really Return of the Jedi so he's just kind and of to painted be fair, as like, like a classic Revenge bad of the guy. Sith has its moments you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's a shit I mean um, it's, a, it's part of the prequels sequel or the prequel trilogy but like Revenge of the Sith has some cool moments where you know oh yeah you see the second Anakin half burn up and yeah the lava totally fight and then uh, yeah. rise lord vader where he puts the helmet and you get to hear the imperial march for the first time and then yeah bump, bump, you're bump, supposed to be the chosen one <laughs> anakin no anakin <laughs> dude do you oh, think they'll, all right i want to watch oh, that now <laughs> sidebar sidebar do you think they're gonna make the standalone obi-wan movie with you and gregor does that gonna happen you think in i our think life? that will happen and i think a standalone vader movie will eventually happen too because <sighs> oh, there's yeah, a lot absolutely. a lot between episode three and four in, ter- in terms of him like fully embracing the dark side that we haven't really seen yet so i think that would be a really cool tale to tell one of the launch titles for the oculus quest is called vader immortal and it's uh, an exclusive to the quest and it, it takes place between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. <laughs> That's so cool, man. Um, uh, next matchup, we have the Joker up against Mike Myers. Um, what do you guys think? Michael Myers all the way. I, I just don't think anybody can. Take I voted. Him down. I voted Joker in this one. I feel like the I think Joker I go. Is. I think I go Mike Myers too, just because it's like one's a comic book villain and one is a horror villain. Like one yeah. is like a true classic, but if you look the at the knife, recent comics the suit, the, like where the, Joker the cut his face off and then put it back on, like Joker does some pretty horrific. Yeah, things. but that's like that's the comic man. We're talking about cinema. I mean, even Heath Ledger's Joker, like he's pretty dark. That when he kills that, you want to see how I can make this pencil disappear? You guys want to see a trick or whatever? Oh, dude, dude, and that John- scene. Come on, that's not fair. Yeah. You can't bring that scene up. It's so awesome. <laughs> Um, also, Any- <laughs> like I think, I like to think about uh, Heath Ledger's Joker and how crazy he was and how masochistic he was, but also uh-huh. seemed to have some kind of plan or something. But then think about Jack Nicholson's Joker. Oh, he was just crazy. Like, you want to get crazy? Let's get crazy. <laughs> yeah, he was just crazy, but, man. But he was like really disturbed too, right? Like they they hit on that. Mm-hmm. Um, like psychosis stuff uh-huh. like they still hit on that in the 89 version it was just a different kind he was a little more like um you know like i think about the dinner with uh vicky vale in the art museum and he's oh, going yeah. just totally nuts with some prints and bob well, and it's kind of lighting everything it's kind of light and then that blonde chick shows up with the phantom of the opera mask on and, oh and it gets real right that's and like then a you're like oh moment. yeah yikes yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. Like, Joker, he had a girlfriend. Do you think Michael Myers would ever have a girlfriend? Nope. No. And if he does, exactly. it's Jamie Lee Curtis. They like, just haven't figured yeah, it out exactly. yet. <laughs> 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 like, Michael Myers. Think like, even, I, don't I don't think Michael Myers, like, showers and stuff. So, no. No girlfriend. No, exactly. Okay. So, like, he has no care in the world. He wins. He goes to the next round. True. Yep. Mike okay. Myers did win, and he did go to the next round. Um,. Let's see here. We have Freddy Krueger up against Pinhead, both kind of supernatural. Um, what theme is this right now? This is uh, The Exorcist. Nice. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, Freddy Krueger up against Pinhead. I mean, I feel like Freddy's going to take this one. 
I think uh, yeah. his his dream ability and the fact that he can pretty much do anything he wants is a that's kind of a that's kind of a game changer, right? And uh, yeah. And then uh, I think Freddy's already been tortured, so I don't think he can really experience anything else that Pinhead would want from him. So I don't think there but would be a lot. So he's going up against Pinhead. Yeah. I mean, the only way Freddy has power over you is in your dreams. Yes. I, you know, I gotta, I'd have to say Pinhead would take this one. You think so? I mean, he's like, he's a physical Pinhead, being. You think Pinhead dreams? I don't think so. I mean, Pinhead, acupuncture Pinhead is supposed probably to be really relaxing. Sleep, okay, he's like yeah. a inner dimensional thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he probably doesn't even sleep. He's just like hell, like pure yeah. hell, pure torture. Whatever you think the worst situation you could pers- like personally be in as a human being that exists in this dimension. Take what his life is, and you got to multiply it by a, a million, right? Yeah, sure. Absolute I, hell. I, I think I think Pinhead takes this one. Well, the fans disagreed. Freddie took that one, and that puts he's us a, into he's our. He's a classic too. That's like Michael Myers. Yeah. He's a classic. And again, this is raddest baddest. So people didn't. They all looked at it differently. So Freddie took it. Yeah. Here's our final four. We got Freddie up against Mike Myers. Darth Vader up against Leatherface. Let's start there. Oh, I feel oh like boy. a chainsaw up against a red lightsaber. Let's be honest, guys, right? Let's be honest. Like, Darth Vader's going to make quick yeah, work of gonna, that. Yeah, he's going to make quick work with that. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I'd say Darth Vader. Yep, and that's what uh, that's what our listeners at home also thought. So Darth Vader is officially in the finals. And then, Cream, we got Freddy Krueger up against Michael Myers. Which this is similar to the Freddy vs. Jason movie that you referenced, uh, Seth, um, in terms of like the motivations of the the you know the the villain going up against Freddy Krueger. What right. do you think would happen, Cream? Freddy versus uh, Michael Myers. Yeah. Um. Uh, I go Freddy just because he's like I just like him more. I think that's why I pick. That's my pick. I mean, I don't know who well, wins. And I think I think psychologically, he's like, there's, he's like there's more. Like Freddy's Freddy cracks jokes a lot while he's killing. Oh, people. he's he's constantly cracking jokes. But yeah. I was gonna say, like, I think psychologically, there's more going on behind the mask with Mike Myers than there is with mm-hmm. Jason. Like Jason's just just hatred, right? He's just killing yeah. camp counselors. Whereas Mike Myers is like, he's got some serious deep seated psychological problems. That's where the whole Dr. Loomis character is kind of there to juxtapose like, no, he can be helped. Don't kill him. I can, I can fix him. You know, that whole thing. So mm-hmm. I think Freddie would have a lot to mess with, with Mike Myers is what I'm getting to. So did I would you say guys Freddy, watch, did, did you guys watch sure. the new one? The new Michael yeah. Myers? Yeah. It's so good. I haven't seen it, but I want, it's I want really to see good. It. It's really good. I thought it was better than people were giving it credit for. Like, it got some it kind of mixed reviews slash, like, bad reviews. And I thought it was better than that, yeah. it's the, For what it's worth, it's the highest rated slasher film on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, Bam. So, yeah, they it's did a celebration. Really well. So, Freddy Krueger is now in the finals with Darth Vader. So, let's uh, let's have some fun with this one. And our we have about five minutes left on this piece here. And uh, I'll start with you, Seth. Freddy Krueger against Darth Vader, who, keep in mind, spends a lot of time in a back to taint. Like, he ain't awake that whole time. He's floating no, in that he's tank. Not. He's getting all healed up. A lot. Getting his upgrades, you know what I mean? Getting his parts changed out. He's probably in some right. sort of dream state. I feel like Freddy dude's Krueger got, would. Dude's got asthma big time. You know, like, I mean. <laughs> yeah. But 
Vader can go into the vo into the Force. I, I don't know. I, this is a tough one. I mean, I gotta go with. I think I gotta go with uh, Freddy on this one. That Freddy's gonna take take the championship. I think if they were phys if they were actually going head to head, I agree with you. I think Freddy Krueger would just have awful images of Padme. I think yeah. there would be all those little Jedi kids would show up with little Freddy hats on and go yeah, after. He would yeah, go you. after. Yeah, he would get you. Yeah, I think I, I think I think Freddy would actually probably win against Darth Vader. But uh, yeah, I'm curious to see what Creamy thinks. Um, I think comparing the characters, if you're talking about who's the better horror villain. I mean, Freddy Krueger is way more evil than Vader. Like, Krueger takes joy. Um, if you guys remember yes, you're right. the uh, Return of the Jedi, like, Vader is kind of redeemable. Like, I don't think... Oh, yeah, I he, think he was totally just hanging out with the wrong Pal crowd. Palpatine. Yeah. Yep. And, I mean, he does, he does kind of redeem himself. He saves Luke, you know? Luke is getting mm -hmm. fried, and yep. Vader uh, picks up Emperor and throws him down that garbage hole. And, like... Freddy would never do that. No, no. Nope, Vader has right. a conscience. Freddy would get a marshmallow so in this, out, and that's he would what's start funny. roasting that shit over Luke's electrified body. You know, yep. when you, you so bring up a good Freddy, point. Man. So, like in the spirit of like, this is the baddest bad guys. You're right. Vader ends as a good guy, and as kind of Anakin started as like going back to him and Obi Wan's journey. So he starts with good intentions. He loses his way. Gets seduced by the dark side. And then towards the end, I mean, I almost want Luke to carry him out. Like in that last scene, I'm like, just, yeah. just get him out of there. Take him out of there. <laughs> Heal him up and you guys can play catch somewhere on Tatooine yeah. or something. He just needs a back to tank. He'll be fine. And I love the scene in Return of the Jedi where uh, Luke finally gets back to Vader. And he's like, it's like Jedi Luke, right? Uh -huh. And uh, they're in this little like loading compartment on, I think, uh, like Forest Moon of Endor or something. And they have this first conversation where, like, Vader knows because the Emperor's been whispering in his ear, like, Luke's going to try to turn you good. And Luke is absolutely trying to turn him good. And, like, Vader, I think, internally, I, he's a more interesting character. But as far as an evil horror villain, like, mm. I, I, you got to go Freddy. Like, Freddy just wants uh, yeah. to be with, with blood. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh... Popular vote with was Darth Vader. Darth Vader won our, our bracket. Bunch of cucks. Um, Bunch of internet it, cucks. It was five votes to three, so it was it was pretty close there at the very end. Um, so uh, oh, oh to, I wanted to ask real quick. I wanted to ask Seth a question because you're a sportsman. Um, yeah. Out of out of Darth Vader and Freddy, uh, which one is Virginia and which one is Texas Tech? <laughs> um. Let's see. I'm gonna say Darth Vader's Texas Tech in uh, oh. Freddy's Virginia. Okay. All right. So yeah, there you go. Well, there you go. Freddy <laughs> There's wins. There's a hot take. Uh, for our third place, just to have a final top three as we Freddy's end our cavalier. final. He's a real cavalier. Our, okay. Well, I'll just keep going. Our, uh, March Dadness here. We got Leatherface up against Mike Myers. Who would win in that matchup? Is this? The, I think uh, Mike Myers Richards? all the way. Mike Myers. I think Mike, I think Mike would... Myers would win it too. Yep. Versus who? Leatherface for for our third third place spot. They're really similar, right? Uh, like I said, Leatherface. Like you guys gotta watch him. Kill. He's just a dumb redneck, probably inbred. All he knows is how to yep. butcher and and like carve meat. And they got Mike Myers, yeah. who's like this institutionalized serial killer, 
who can yeah. hide, <clears throat> who loves killing people at Halloween time, you know. I feel like he would yeah. actually scare Leatherface. I think I feel like Leatherface would just run the other way. <laughs> um yeah, I'll I'll go Mike Myers, but Leatherface is crazy, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. He's a little more like balls out, where Mike Myers is like okay with like walking around and kind of aware of, like I don't want to kill now because I'll totally get found out. But hey, I'm alone with this person, so I can kill. Where yeah. Leatherface probably wouldn't be able to restrain himself. He'd just be like, ah, a person, my chainsaw, ah, you know, he yeah. would just blow it and get arrested or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I love I love slasher films. They're 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 phenomenal. They're great. But the one thing I hate about him is that the person running away is running. And then Michael Myers is like walking and still catches up. Long stride. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) Rad Dad Radio thanks you for your participation in all five rounds of March Dadness. We started off with the MC Universe with Infinity War taking the title. We moved on to the Fox Hero Universe with Logan taking the next title. We then moved on to the DC Movie Universe with, I believe, was was it Superman? Superman 76? Sorry, folks, can't remember. It's been so many it brackets. It ended with Superman versus Batman. I think Superman won. It was Superman 76 took it. And finally, last week, we got into the 1990s action films with Jurassic Park taking the lead. And now, after a killer, thriller, raddest, status, baddest throwdown, congratulations, Darth Vader. In the spirit of Rad Dad, it does make sense. You are the raddest dad, Lord Vader, so congratulations. Thank you to everyone that has been with us on this five-week journey. Uh, thank you to everyone that watched Real Ma- March Madness, and uh, we didn't, and this is what inspired it. So uh, we will uh, go back to top three, top, 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 top three, starting next week. Top and. We'll take a break for a year, and next year we'll bring back March Dadness. So, Seth, thanks for uh, thanks for helping us out with that cream. Thank you for uh, yeah. all your help and uh, patience as we 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 went through our own little journey on March Dadness to yeah. kind of figure out the no, best way to you, do it. Uh, no, I'm going to turn it around. Thank you, Joel. You put this together. This was uh, you organized all this on, and you found the websites that would support the um, the brackets, and and you had some great seated, you know. Uh, like movies for all of these and like I said I have had more fun um, off pod I mean I've had a lot of fun doing this with you guys but I've had so much fun off podcast at all my trivia shows around town uh, disputing these movies <laughs> around some beers with just you know all, all these random <laughs> yeah. people in Columbus Ohio so it's uh, yeah it's been a lot of fun yeah. good job Joel thanks yeah, man I, job, I really Joel. appreciate that it's a labor of love and you know, I'll probably still make a bracket every once in a while just to share. But if you guys are interested in doing Brackify brackets, just go to Brackify, B-R-A-C-K-I-F-Y um, dot com. And they have a bunch of brackets. Me and Ripley did one. Well, first off, Ripley did a bracket for this one. I wanted, I should have, I tried to record it, but I couldn't show her the phone and record it at the same time. But I just described the characters as like, uh, this guy really likes candy, and this one l- loves Halloween. Which one do you think would win? <laughs> oh, nice. All right, I'll do that with my, I'll do that yeah. with my kids. That sounds. But awesome. they have, they had one like it was like ninety, it was a ninety thing bracket for just cartoon characters, and like Ripley loved it, and she would be like. 
oh, this one's up again? Okay, this one. Like, she totally understand it. And to, like, Kevin Shaw's point from, like, three episodes ago, like, there's something about narrowing things down in a bracket that is just innate and primal. Humans so, humans like it, yeah. We love it. So, um, awesome. Well, listen, folks, that's our show. Um, thank you to Madeira. Thank you to Podcast Right Now. Please check out our Patreon. Um, and uh, if you want to talk with us, you can uh, find us on all social media, Rad Dad Radio, Rad Dad Redemption everywhere. We're also on Discord. And uh, we, we love you guys. Uh, next episode is a big deal for us, Creamy. Episode 20. Two, zero. We're moving up in the world. So uh, thank you everyone cream final words where can folks find your art where can folks uh learn more about you well certainly if you're in colorado um and especially in the denver area come to uh improper cities can fest that'll be saturday the uh what is that the 11th i suppose no today is the 11th this will be saturday the 13th uh come on out and uh, you can find me on instagram it's at egbert cream and if you want to play some video games with me um, hit me up on uh, the old Xbox Live. It's Cream of Egbert with spaces, E-G-B-E-R-T. Um, and uh, just one more time. Um, it's a big month for VR. It's a fine time to enter this <laughs> realm. Uh, some, some. Uh, if you want some more information on that, I can recommend the podcast F Reality. That's a that's a VR podcast, and it's from a bunch of YouTubers. Um, if you're a YouTube guy and you're not much of a podcast guy, first of all, why are you listening to this? Um, second, Nathy is a great VR channel. Uh, Virtual Reality Oasis is a great uh, VR channel. And I, I just think if you're curious, it's uh, it's doable. I'm like, awesome. That's just great. saying. All just right, saying. we'll ch- we'll check those things out. Seth, thanks again, buddy, for joining the show. Yeah, um, thank you, guys. Anything you want to plug? If folks want to uh, find no, you, you know, if you want to play some video games with me, just uh, look me up on Xbox, and I'm Ranger Danger 2K. Oh, awesome! And I am super Take your sharp kids with to the camp. space. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> cream is cream of Egbert with appropriate spacing, ladies and gentlemen. This has been Rad Dad Radio. Rad Dad out. And I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder. One of the four beasts saying come and see and I saw and behold a white horse you like scary movies uh-huh. what's your favorite scary movie oh no tears please it's a waste of good suffering a census taker once tried to test me I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti Play. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare. Don't be afraid. No. Be afraid. Be very afraid. I'm your number one fan. I'm eternal child. I am the eater of worlds and of children. There's no more room in hell. The dead will walk here. Please, God. This is God. You're gonna need a bigger box. They're coming to get you, Barbara. They're here. Here's Johnny. I see dead people. She just goes a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes. This 
six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face and the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. The power of Christ! That the power of Christ compels you! You've got to be fucking kidding. What do you want? I want to hear you scream. I want to play a game. It is time to keep your appointment with the Wicker Man. To the box. Who's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the fucking box? They mostly come at night. Mostly. Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. Listen to them. Children of the night. What music they make. I said, don't you blame the movies. Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos more creative. Red. Red rum. Red rum. Red rum. When the man comes around. Hear the trumpets, hear the pipers. One hundred million angels singing. Multitudes are marching to the big kettle drum. Voices calling, voices crying. Some are born and some are dying. It's Alpha and Omega's kingdom come. And the whirlwind is in the thorn tree. The virgins are all trimming their wicks. The whirlwind is in the thorn tree. It's hard for thee to kick against the pricks. In measured a hundredweight and penny pound. When the man comes around. Have you checked? Of my life, I'm not gonna hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains. And I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and his name that sat on him was Death. And Hell followed with him. <laughs>